Ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. That was when you found out. When you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider-Man. We started getting some visitors. From every universe. Hello, Peter. You're not Peter Parker. I'm sorry, what was your name again? Dr. Otto Octavius. <laughs> Wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? There are others out there. We need to send them back. So, Scooby-Doo this crap. You know, all this is kind of your mess. I know a couple of magic words myself, starting with the word please. Please, Scooby-Doo this crap. You're flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts. What do you mean? They all die fighting Spider-Man. It's their fate. I'm sorry, kid. Yeah, me too. Don't. Look, there has to be another way. There isn't. They're a danger to our universe. You're not gonna take this away from me. Peter. You're struggling. Everything you want while the world tries to make you choose. This is all my fault. I can't save everyone. What's up, Nerds Nation? Welcome back to the FN Nerds Podcast. I am Nick Denizio, and today we have a very special episode. We are talking Spider-Man No Way Home. One of the year's most anticipated films is finally here, and we have an Avengers-level team up on our hands today, assembling some of the best podcasts around to talk about this epic film. So I guess uh, let's just go around, introduce yourselves, who you are. <laughs> all of our squares are going to be different positions. You're all true. pointing in random directions. True. <laughs> What's wrong with I'm like, going first? I'm taking right. control of the situation. Take initiative. <laughs> so I'm Lance from Comic Book Keepers Podcast, <laughs> where we break down one character at a time. There we go. Yes. There it is. There it is. What a mess. Hey, I'm Sean from Metalcore Nerds. It's a podcast that mixes heavy music with pop culture, bringing people from the heavy music space most of the time, and we t- and we talk about pop culture. That's it. 
And I am Chris from the Geek Peak. I like totals. Um, we we nice. cover pop culture and beer and music and kind of just talk about a little bit of everything. And uh, happy to be here. Yes, it is bright and early right now as we're doing this. Lance, it's early for you, man. Yeah, I wake yeah. up around this time anyway. I, oh, okay. So, I can't so it's sleep fine. In late. Yeah. We're so good. it's fine. <laughs> All right. So before we jump into this, just want to give everyone a heads up that this is going to be a super spoiler heavy discussion on Spider-Man No Way Home. So if you have not yet seen the movie, do not stay here. Why are you even here? Go check out this movie. It is absolutely amazing. And then come back to hear what we have to say. Uh, so I guess before we really jump into all this, because I know we have a lot we have to discuss, um, I figure we can just kind of go around and just give quick general thoughts on this movie, what you thought of it, and then we'll get into all like the nitty gritty specifics of it. So, uh, Chris, why don't you kick us off? What'd you think? Hell yeah. First off, I want to say that the spoilers are going to be as heavy as the big guy, and we will have some <laughs> some spoilers for <laughs> Hawkeye in here. So if you're not fully true, up to date. On all MCU stuff, you you may want to disconnect right now. But um, wow, this movie. I mean, we've been waiting so long for this film. Uh, there's been so much hype surrounding it. You know, the the press circuit, everyone's been watching with bated breath. I know all us uh, goons have been keeping our eyes glued to all the interviews that everyone's been doing. I, it blew me away. This has got to be... I still haven't solidified where this lies in my Marvel rankings, but it's definitely top three, potentially one or two. Um, it, it it was an emotional roller coaster. Uh, it had laughs. It had amazing action. It had all of the things that you would want out of a Spider-Man film. Amazing acting. And it broke my damn heart. I cried twice in this film. <laughs> Seriously, oh, like... Uh, only, only twice, twice. <laughs> only twice. Sh- almost Sean's like, three Sean's like I only cried once but it was the entire time yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, only, I only cried once but it was only the second half of the movie yeah <laughs> I'll just count it um, as once yeah only once but yeah I would highly recommend I mean this has got to be one of the top films for this year for me um if not one then two uh huge dune fanboy over here um so oh, yeah. yeah I mean I can't wait to talk about this. I was telling the guys before we started recording that I haven't had a chance to do a full brain dump on this film. And there's so (laughs) much stuff in it. It has so many implications. This is like an Avengers level film in terms of how it's going to affect the rest of the MCU. So I'm just excited to see where, where the MCU goes, man. uh... (laughs) Can you put it into words? (laughs) I think so. I think so. This movie, man, uh, Kind of a lot what Chris said, but I saw it twice. I saw it Thursday and Friday. So I saw two opening night level. Uh, Yeah, so Sam broke her foot, and I drove her to work on Friday. And uh, we have Regal Pass, which is kind of similar to AMC A-List. But you can see unlimited movies. It doesn't matter. I could go see 10 movies a day if I wanted, if it was possible in the time. So I was there hanging at the mall. I did some work on my laptop, and then then I was like, I was going to go see Nightmare Alley, actually. But Sam's like, "Ah, I kind of want to see that. And I was like, She's like, go see Spider-Man again. And I was like, don't twist my arm. (laughs) So I went and saw it again. And I got to sit back and and, and watch all the reactions happen. Because I obviously already knew what was coming and everything. Uh, But this movie is is perfect. It's it's a perfect movie. It's my number one MCU movie. Number one Spider-Man movie. Might be my number one comic book movie of all time. And I'm not saying this lightly. (laughs) Like, this is a big deal for me saying this. Seriously. Like, I, I... 
I used to say back in the day that DC was still better than Marvel because of the Dark Knight trilogy. And so the MCU really, really took off. But I, I would argue that DC was still better than Marvel because they had the Nolan trilogy. So me saying things are better than the Dark Knight or even saying best Spider-Man movie. Lance was just on my Spider-Man ranking movie. We, we, we <laughs> praise Spider-Verse to, to the heavens. So me saying this is better than Spider-Verse is crazy. And also, there's kind of a lot of similarities in those movies in a way. They do it in a, a different way, and, and it, it means a lot more to us, I think, because of the ramifications of the movie and who's included with the movie. Um, I was saying this to Mash, actually, yesterday. I was like, because he was like, you like this better than Endgame? And I was like, dude, think of it this way. Endgame was the culmination of 21 movies. I was like, this is the this movie is a culmination of 20 years of movies and three generations of Spider-Man. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, it's insane. This movie... It's so sad. Me saying it's sad, I feel like it's underselling it. It ends heartbreaking. Like, from the second half to the rest of the movie, it's just pure and utter devastation. And it's the most Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie ever. Like, it just is. Anyone who's like a, I guess not even a Tom Holland hater, or kind of like, oh, I kind of like stuff of Toby or stuff of Andrew a little bit better than Tom Holland. I think after this movie, you cannot deny that this dude is fucking Spider-Man like straight up this dude especially the way it ends and the way it ended is exactly what i've been hoping for this whole trilogy is that he's going to carry on and we're finally going to get to the the like the the super friendly neighborhood spider-man that i think that's been the biggest complaint of the mcu spider-man movies but i knew all this crazy shit leading to this would make that so much more earned and so much more like meaningful for when he gets to that because and this dude's been through some shit. Like, I mean, they, all of the Spider-Man have been through some shit, but Tom Holland specifically, like even them talking and, and being like, oh yeah, I found an alien on Earth and in space. And Toby's like, you fought an alien in space? Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> uh, I, I think I went over my general thoughts, but this movie is a perfect movie for me. It's, it's my movie of the year. I love Dune. I was like in awe by Dune as well, but uh, it just, Dune felt a little bit short of being perfect for me. Just a little but this movie hit hit like uh, I have letterbox. I gave it five out of five and there's not a lot of five out of five in my rankings. So yeah, th- I love this fucking movie. I can't stop thinking about it. It's crazy. I, I did not think a movie would top like Endgame infinity war in the MCU, at least this soon. It's only been a few years and this movie, the hype was exponential and they over delivered, which is even that's crazy to say it's, it's nuts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this film is incredible. I I have I had the chance to see it twice. I went so I saw it Friday Lucky. night. Yeah, saw it Friday I was going to say am I the only one who didn't see it twice? Yeah. This is I, only I, saw it once I only saw it once. <laughs> I, I legitimately looked at my buddy. So we had a group of 12 of us go to the movie last night uh, on, on Friday night. That's which the was best. Super Hell yeah. That theater was like sounded in it sounded like we were in a football stadium with how <laughs> yep. loud it got of yes. people losing their minds at certain moments and i'm sure we're going to talk about those moments but it, like the theater experience was end game level when yep. when things happen and people yeah. freaked out and you couldn't hear dialogue on screen or like you couldn't hear yeah, anything yeah, yeah. So that was nice to go back. Went and saw it in Dolby the second time, front row, because uh, nothing else yes. was available. So I'm yep. literally staring <laughs> up at all of them. <laughs> but oh, it was so much fun. This film does an amazing job. One pace. That how is this movie two and a half hours? There's no Dude, way. I don't know. Yeah, 
<laughs> and they cover so much. They're lying to us. It is no way this is two and a half hours. Because I bl- like, I'm like, oh yeah, this scene's about to come up. Wait, that's about halfway through the movie. Oh my, the movie's over. Oh my gosh, what just happened? It you there it is flies, no dude. there is no sense of drag. There is zero None. downtime. The moments where it's quiet are to let you take in everything that just happened, and they do a great job in this one of when you're supposed to feel emotion. They don't try and do this quick little gag or something to kind of lighten the mood. They let you stew in it. They let you sit and feel those emotions because they understand the impact for not only the character, but for you as the movie goer to really have this incredible experience that that lets you sit with how you are feeling. And it is stunning. I will say it, it, it is top five MCU film for me. I'll throw that out right right now. It's top five for me. And I, I still think as an overall film, I think Spider-Verse might still have my number one. I might it might I might need to see it a third time to really cement or how I'm feeling. <laughs> but there's so much to talk about. We should jump into this but i do have some plot holes that i'm hoping you could all talk me through so that i can love it even more (laughs) yes 100 percent agree there uh and we gotta give love to our dude mash he couldn't be here today but we're all thinking about you buddy and uh and i know i got a question from josh that he shot me night of that uh, i couldn't answer so i need to uh, he shot me it might be the same question he shot me and okay, I, think yeah. I, I think I answered it possibly. Okay. So we'll get, we'll oh, get, we'll, we'll get yeah. there. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I would say I have a few nitpicks with this movie and some like logistical questions, which is funny to say about a movie that deals with the multiverse and all this other kind of crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Why can't this crazy superhero movie make it, it, sense? Yeah. Why does it make sense? But, but, but beside from all that, uh, I echo everything you guys have said. This was probably one of the best theater experiences I've ever had. It was like being at a rock concert. Uh, you know, just like you said, Lance, like as soon as certain things happened, the cheers were so loud, you couldn't hear what was going on in the movie because people were freaking out. Um, and yeah, like it's, it's, it is the culmination of three generations of Spider-Man. It's like the things that it does, like I'm sitting there watching this movie and there's certain things happening and characters interacting. And I'm like, I'm like, what am I watching right now? I can't believe that I'm actually (laughs) watching this. That's why like, you know, and it's, and it's like you said, Sean, for, you liking this more than Endgame, which was the culmination of, you know, like 10 years of, of the MCU. This is the culmination of, you know, what got started back in 2002, which is crazy to say. And for as big the film is, it's so personal. Like, it's such a personal story. It's focused on Peter Parker. It's all about his struggle and his journey. Uh, those moments of emotion, I totally agree with you, Lance. Like, you know, because I've had such a big issue with Marvel where, there's either tension or uh, an emotional scene or sadness, and they undercut it with a joke every damn time because they have to let the audience know that it's okay, you can laugh. But it's like, just let me sit in this for a little bit. And they do that here, and they do it so well. And that's why, like, I'm, I'm, like I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment and be like, this is the best Marvel movie, but it's hard to argue that it's not. Um, you know, if, if I had to nitpick something, that the first act does fly. Like, the pacing is so fast, and, like, we're flying through it. I've only seen it once. I'm sure when I see it a second time, it might slow down a little bit. But that first act goes so quick and so many things happen. that I'm just like, I'm like, whoa, we need to slow down a little bit. I need to catch my breath here. But if it, it finally does settle in and it's the second act and the third act to me are like just pitch perfect. And when it ends, it's yeah, it's like this is the Peter Parker that I that I always wanted to see. It feels like that these three movies were a prologue to 
It almost like this yes. was like this. This was this was his origin story, and now we're finally getting yeah. the Spider-Man that we know. So I'm so excited for the future. I can't wait to see where this goes. And yeah, uh, we can just jump into this right now. Um, where do you guys want to start? There's so many places we can we can well, we can pick from. Uh, so yeah, where where do you guys want to go? Can can we start with? I have kind of a funny story. I mean, all of our theaters erupted in applause and cheers throughout. Yep. But um, uh, at AMC, they always have this like Nicole Kidman little segment <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> yes. And, and you know, having the AMC A list, I I go to a lot of movies, and I swear I've seen this thing like forty times, dude, dude. But no, but here's the thing though: shouldn't that be on TV, not in the movie when we're already there seeing it? Like she's like, yeah, go back you. to the movie. I'm like, why? Is this here? I'm here. Why are you yeah. selling me on AMC? I'm already in the AMC. <laughs> Don't tell me, Nicole. I know. <laughs> I am well, not your target I... audience. <laughs> well, uh, so th- I knew the crowd was going to be awesome when. Uh, so after all of the trailers roll and then it's like, cause I saw it in Dolby as well. And it's like, the, yes, the projector's still on the screen's super black or whatever. And then the Cole Kidman comes on, the lights are dimmed and you just hear someone. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Holy that shit. was the beginning of my film yes. experience. So I was like, let's go. Everybody's thinking it. Let's go. Well, actually, before we actually jump into the movie, who got the biggest cheer for you guys? Maguire. because be, because for me it was toby like it's like as toby. soon as like andrew garfield came on people yeah. lost their shit but like as soon as it ned a, started to do the sling ring people lost their minds it was a little yep. bit louder when toby came yeah. yeah yeah i think it was the order though too oh yeah for that sure could have, yeah. that, that could have played for sure it, but dude that moment i did not expect them to come in like that at all i, I didn't was, either especially the the point in time of the movie of after the aunt may stuff which also, holy fuck, I did not see that coming. So oh, we're definitely going to talk about that. Uh, so, yeah, the moment that happened, I was like, whoa, they're doing this. OK, I was like, let's fucking go. Like people yeah. were yeah, losing their shit. I mean, people, the first big reaction is probably the same for you guys uh, was when Matt Murdock. Showed oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which was, yeah. which is like, the it's walker. like, it's, it's two minutes and it's so perfect. Like it's such a little perfect reintroduction for him, especially for this is the first time being in like an actual movie. The, yeah, the brick. Yeah. The yes. brick. <laughs> yes. How'd you do that? You... I'm a really good lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best attention to detail on that is that as he caught it, Peter's hand was right there mm-hmm. to catch it too. Because, yep. you know, spider sense. Oh yeah. But I was like, damn, I was like, yeah, I'm a really good lawyer. I was like. Man. And it, it was um I, I've been talking to so many people about it because the Daredevil series is obviously very serious and very dark and not really funny at all. You know, there's some like laugh moments, but it's a very serious tone. Yeah. And I know a lot of people were wondering if Andrew and Toby showed up, how they would fit in with like the MCU tone and the same with like Charlie Cox and to have him kind of like crack a joke and it fit totally perfectly. Right. I was like, yes. Well, cause he, yes. he also has very, so he has very dry humor too. Yeah. So like it just fit with him. Yeah. His, his, <laughs> the, way, the way he delivered the line was perfect. Yeah. He's deadpan. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, he is daredevil. Like mm-hmm. a thousand percent. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I, I am so stoked, especially with Chris said this Hawkeye spoilers, but now that Vincent D'Onofrio is back in Hawkeye, like Ooh, yes. I am so fucking amped Ooh, to see these yes. people Dude. Come, come into the MCU. I'm so fucking stoked. So what I want to got see- this week. Yes, like unreal. Just dude. <laughs> for the MCU, I'm sorry to cut you off, Lance, but I'm just geeking over here. Like we got, we got Kingpin, Matt Murdock. We got all three of our Spider Men on screen together. We got all of the villains. We're spoiled. Pretty much, from, we're spoiled as hell. Oh, like <laughs> so this spoiled, has got to be the, one of the best weeks in Marvel history for yeah. me. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I, I was just gonna say the writers of 
so the writers for Hawkeye after the last week's episode, because everyone's like, wait, so is it Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin? Is it like the same thing or is it the same actor coming in to play the same character? But it's not the same thing that we saw in Daredevil. And the writer said that in the finale of Hawkeye that we'll get our answer whether or not it's the same actor reprising the character or if it's the same character, like the exact same character from the show. Right. I mean, I I, th- I think at this point we know it is D'Onofrio because he tweeted it out. Oh, yeah. It's he's D'Onofrio. Credi- yeah, it's he, but, he's credited. Oh, but, yeah. if, it's, it, but if, it's, it's, if it's actually if it's, him. Yes. Okay, so if gotcha. It is, yeah, uh, so the question is, are, did they just get the same actor to play the same character right. in this universe? Or is it a continuation oh. from what has already been established? Gotcha. I hope and they said that that'll be answered in the next episode of Hawkeye. Okay. I do. I do hope it is a continuation. I Me mean, too. I mean, because because I mean, e- either way, like, like there's no one else that could that can play this role right now. Like, I can't think yeah, of any I, other actor other than D'Onofrio playing Kingpin. He is perfect. A hundred percent. Yep. I think it'll be like a, a soft reboot because I don't think they can directly reference Netflix shows, but I don't think they're going to really, they might change certain things things but i don't think they're gonna kind of try and retcon stuff they're gonna kind of just hey you guys obviously know these characters we're just gonna move on with them that like that kind of thing right right because they can't really directly reference anything but they they don't need to reestablish daredevil and kingpin's relationship or anything like that they can just kind of go for it you know it's okay if we move on retcon iron fist though like yes we're probably gonna retcon iron fist yeah Yeah. well i also i also (laughs) also wonder too like because now that matt murdoch is back there's rumors that he's gonna be in she hulk so, which makes yes. sense considering which would be awesome to see. So Blair. I don't, so I'm curious if they're going to do a full blown, like, like I, I would love to see another daredevil show, but I just mm-hmm. see so many rumors about where these characters are now going to pop up in supporting roles in other people's shows. So I wonder if they're going to do that or what, what do you got Lance? Okay. So <laughs> Tom Holland, Tom Holland and Charlie Cox played really well against each other in that scene. So yeah. can we please get, daredevil spider-man team up against a kingpin yes yes and like yes. king can pink kingpin can bring in whatever other villain like b-level characters he wants and oh, yeah. just have spider-man daredevil team up in hell's kitchen oh it, ha- it has to happen yes it, it, like, we, like we need to see this now yeah i i totally agree with you it's got it's gotta happen uh, and, I knew, and we're tr- to add into the daredevil thing uh the word is that he'll be in she-hulk He'll be an Echo, which uh, that makes sense. Right. It, it seems like Echo might be kind of like a Daredevil season 3.5. Mm-hmm. And then he'll get a series, his own series after that. that okay. That's the rumor. The rumor right now? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll take it. Which a lot of yeah. rumors have turned out true. That's a all lot. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I'm going to say. I'm just happy we're trending in the right direction to have the Punisher back in the MCU as well. John, yeah. John Bernthal. John yeah. Yeah, and he also said, Dude, too, and- he doesn't want to come back if his character's muted either. So if they bring him yeah. back. I mean, I'll, honestly, if you want to do another show with him, put, just put on Hulu. Make it rated R. You know, keep it keep it in that Ooh. same style and just continue on with him. Because, like, he's, like, yeah. I don't. I also, like, that was my biggest worry with, with them bringing them into the MCU is, like, all right. Like, Daredevil's a pretty hardcore show. So I, I hope it's not, like, a muted, like, soft version of these characters. And, yeah. you know i mean you could still do pg-13 like it's it's totally fine but with the punisher like i feel like it needs to be like that much more intense so i hope that if they do bring him back it's it's like that it's back in that same capacity yeah if it's a series they can get away with a lot more yeah we, we've seen in falcon Winter soldier and even in hawkeye like that ronin scene at uh fat man's auto repair or oh yeah yeah called. like it, there's blood splatter on the it's not it's not daredevil punisher level yeah but it's but still it's violent like the most 
It's, yeah, there's blood. I mean, dude, the scene in Falcon Winter Soldier with John Walker, like that scene is brutal. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't, yeah, <laughs> that scene when that happened, I was like, holy fuck! I cannot believe they did that. Uh, this is on Endgame, Disney like, Plus. Ronan, yeah, Ronan slits the dude's throat. You know, right? Like it's. It, they they can get because they can do like TV fourteen, which isn't really a rating. Because I mean, you you watch The Walking Dead. The Walking oh, yeah. Dead is like fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. this is on TV, right? Like, yeah, I just saw dude's brains get smashed in. This is fucking crazy. But it's a zombie, Sean. Far, but it's a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, you see a dude's brains get smashed in. With That's true. There's there's eyeballs popping out. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, when I saw that scene, I was like, oh my god, what the fuck. <laughs> Well, we have Moon Knight and Blade coming, and I imagine both yes. of those are going to have a much darker tone as well. So, yeah, um, yeah, sure. here's hoping. I would definitely yeah. agree. All right, um, so so jumping back to Spider Man, I guess the point that I want to start at is Sean. You mentioned how this basically puts Tom Holland as the definitive version of Peter Parker, but I just want to give Tom Holland himself props because, like, I I liked Homecoming. I was mixed on Far From Home. So and I never I never hated Tom Holland. I was always on board with him as Peter Parker as Spider Man. But I grew up with Toby, so Toby was always my guy. Um, but what I'll say about this movie is that Tom, this is, this might be Tom Holland's best work because when you get to that second half and oh, yeah. all the emotions that he deals with, it's just it's just so good and you feel for him on every fucking level. And that's how you should feel with Peter Parker. Like Peter Parker is, and I think I think I have to give credit to Martin for this too. He calls Peter Parker the most relatable superhero. Because he's a lot like the people, you know what I mean? And all the struggles that he goes through. So you see that in this movie, you know, 100%. So for Tom Holland, like he's, you know, best performance in the movie for me. Um, You know, I have a couple other that I want to give give mention to. But just focusing on Tom Holland, fantastic job. Love his performance here. And yeah, going forward, like he's Peter Parker. Hell yeah. I love that. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. Yeah. I know this will never happen. But I want him so bad to get nominated for an Oscar for this movie because that's how good the performance. Yeah, is. I was pissed that that Tony Stark didn't get a supporting nod for Endgame because I do believe his performance in that movie is unbelievable. Yeah, but I know the landscape of the Oscars and it's it's not going to fucking happen. But this, even if you like, t- like you don't even label it a comic book movie, you just label it a movie. Right. Like his performance is unbelievable. It is like people are saying best comic book performance ever. Like I saw a bunch of people saying like um, Mount Rushmore comic book performance, and they're putting them, you know, with Tony Stark and Endgame and and Heath Ledger as a Joker and shit like that. Yeah, and that's insane praise, and I agree. Yeah, no, I, 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 I definitely, agree. I definitely think he's in the but conversation yeah. for sure. Like, if you want to do like a top ten comic book performances, I think you can put. Yeah, it up. and I've only seen it once, so I think it, I know it's just gonna get better for me the more I watch it. Yeah, it's he kills it. Yeah, like he is so good in this movie. I, I can't believe like he's always been a good actor for sure. Yeah. But just this movie delivers on so many different emotions and the dude is just like, like I said, he is Spider-Man. Even the ending is so Spider-Man. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, it, what it's, he does. It's the, it's is, the perfect is so ending, yeah. Spider-Man. Could, could you imagine being a kid growing up watching Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man watching Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. Yep. You, you become Spider-Man and then you get, pitch this idea where you're going to be alongside your childhood superhero heroes right dude. in a film right. <laughs> where you team up together <laughs> all as spider-man like the the reason why i think this performance from holland is amazing is because one there's not a single line he ever delivers that i don't feel that he doesn't believe 
he is a hundred percent into this role. He is Peter at this point. There is no Tom Holland. He is just this character. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. And you could tell he kind of took it to another level because he's like, no, this film needs to be something more. It's something very special. It's something that people for over 20 years, it's it's literally bringing 20 years of comic book Spidey films together and then th- bringing in all these other pieces like Daredevil. And it, it draws in so much comic book history into one place and it fits together perfectly. There is... There's just something in his eyes during this entire film, whether it's when he's joyful or heartbroken, that draw you in and do not let you go the entire film. Yeah, that's a really good point. His eyes tell, he smizes, you know. (laughs) And (laughs) smirize. Yeah, Holland's performance in this just had me shook, especially in the, the more emotional scenes in the second and third act. I, I've like Martin said, Nick, it's so relatable. Like I'm right there with him. I'm, I'm crying alongside him. I'm feeling his hurt. I'm recognizing the crisis that he's having to face. And I'm not talking about the villains. I'm talking about the decision that he's having to make that will drastically alter his life forever. Even down to like the disconnect from happy, who has been a regular character throughout all of the Spider-Man films in the MCU. Right. Um, he's been like an uncle it's not here like, too. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not like he just loses his friends or just his family. He loses everyone. Yep. So, uh, but you don't leave that movie feeling hopeless for him because you know no. that Tony Stark made the right choice. He is going to be the next Iron Man. He is that hero who can overcome and he can hold his hold his ground on this and you know carry on and do the right thing, which. It speaks volumes about their portrayal of Spider-Man in this film. Yeah, and I would, yeah, I would also say to that point too, like at, at the very end, him losing everybody and not feeling hopeless, which I think is a great, um, that's something great that the film does, right? Because it's such a downer of an ending, but you, you're not sad. You know what I mean? Like you're not, you're not really sad. Mm-hmm. Like once, once it's over, you're, you're excited. And I think for the character of Peter Parker, even though he's alone and nobody knows him, I feel like he almost feels a little bit free because nobody does know who he is he knows his friends are safe and he can go on doing what he has to do now i'm sure they're going to play into that of him feeling lonely going forward into some of these films but just for the moment right now i think there's a sense of he feels free now into what he can go do as spider-man yeah that's that's a really good point and to add what chris says is is that i don't think tony wanted to be the next iron man he wanted him to be the better version of you know he wanted him to be the, the best hero he knew he was going to be the best hero that the earth would need and that's what mm-hmm. he is now. He, he is the best hero we have in the MCU. And I, I think that was another thing I was thinking about, too, because I think in like the you know phases one through three, Tony Stark was probably my favorite. It was like him and Cap were like my favorites. But now at this point and there has been especially in phase four, so many great characters have been introduced or made better, like Wanda yep. elevated uh, Bucky and Sam elevated. And then all these amazing new characters like Shang-Chi and Monica Rambeau and Yelena. It's like, it's, it's an embarrassment. It's, it's an embarrassment of riches at this point. Yeah. But I, I think Tom Holland's like my MCU guy right now. Like he's the guy, you know, he's, he's my favorite in the MCU, which is crazy. Cause like I said, there's so many characters now, even though we lost a ton, we're getting so much more. <laughs> right. Know? Exactly. Like every series they're like, here's five new characters. Not really, but you know what I mean? It's like, Here's a new character in every series, basically, and, you're, and you fall in love with all of them. You know, you're like, man, they're just like killing it with all these new people. But 
just the weight that Tom Holland has and as Peter Parker in, in this whole realm of possibilities that's coming up is, is so great. There's, I, there's, I love, I love it. Yeah. There's a reason why Kevin Feige says there's not going to be another Marvel, uh, MCU, Marvel, Sony split. They're like, that's not going to happen oh, again. Yeah. There's, there's no way. Nope. There's no way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They would be insane if they tried to pull that after, Truly. after this film. <laughs> yeah. They're on pace during a pandemic era to make $240 million opening weekend. The weekend. Which, which is, is insane. Crazy. Pandemic. There was, it's it's going to be, it's going to outgross any other movie this year just in its first weekend, which is insane. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Dude, that was you know? the most packed I've seen the theater since before the pandemic. Yep. And you guys same. are all echoing the same sentiments. Yeah. So it's like that movie single-handedly will help save the theater industry. Yeah. Which Two nights I, in a like, row, I'm pretty sure you. both my theaters were sold out. Yeah, yeah. there's there's theaters I, by me that are sold out all week. Mm-hmm. But you can't, oh, you can't get in to see that. a show. You can't get in to see a show, which is it's great. It's awesome, but I want to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the theaters yeah. by me, which I have a ton in San Diego. Right, I look right. up all of them in every single format. I'm talking IMAX, Dolby, 3D, Dude. everything. The only seats that are available are front row, and it's like three of them. It <laughs> is ridiculous right it's now. Crazy, crazy. Lance, I, I caught it front row for Dolby, and I was like, dang it, I forgot my neck brace. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is this thing not recline even more? <laughs> I was like third row for IMAX, which wasn't too bad. It was a little close, but not too close. If I was first yeah. row, I would have, I would have been like. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that would have been tough. At least you could still see it third row. You know, you could still kind of see what's going yeah. on. Yeah, you kind of had to kind of lean back a little bit, but yeah, you could still. You kind of had when the action was really going. You kind of had to be like, okay, right. right. <laughs> Did was, you guys so get funny. your your Spider Man NFTs? By the way, no, because no. I got an email. Oh, an AMC and, thing? It's an AMC. Yeah. yeah I think. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I'm All right. Out. Yeah. So. So I did, I, I do have a, I don't even know what that exactly entails. Like I know what an NFT is, but uh, apparently I can access that now. So I'll have to, I'll have to do Ooh, some research. Sell like $10,000 on eBay. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flip that shit, dude. Flip it. About, to, Love about to build a podcasting studio with that money. There you go. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Let's yeah. fucking go. All right. So moving on, uh, I guess we can talk about the villains. Hello, Peter. What have you done with my machine? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what machine. Do you want to play games? Catch! Don't worry, ma'am! I'm coming! This is one of those moments where certain things happen, characters are interacting. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? I mean, we all knew, <laughs> we, we all knew like Doc Ock was showing up on that bridge, but I still wasn't prepared for seeing what I saw. Alfred Molina, as soon as he starts talking, I'm like, this is Doc Ock from 2004. Like he fits right back into it. There's no missteps at all. The same could be said for Willem Dafoe too, who I think might be my MVP for this movie. But yeah, like, yes. like yeah. I think a majority of the villains, some some are not as good. Those are some of my nitpicks, but I think mm-hmm. we all know who who they are. But um, seeing Green Goblin and Doc Ock for me was just like took me back to being a kid again. I couldn't believe it. Defoe's performance, man, he is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and so maniacal and devious and 
like just the the whole scene with may i mean you really hate this guy by yeah. the end of it yeah. uh <laughs> and like there's a part of me when they're fighting on cap shield uh, at the statue of liberty fight where i'm like just beat him to death peter yeah. just beat his face <laughs> off go full john walker yeah. and just kill him like Lift i'm not giant afraid. shield <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah oh my god that would have been insane <laughs> <laughs> But that's the thing is they do such a good job with Defoe's character in this because we got to see that that multiple personality in the Raimi yes. films. But yep. they play that up big time oh, yeah. in this movie. And I think it's it's even better than it was in the Raimi trilogy. Yeah. Because yep. they're, yeah. he's at the time he's like, oh, like, I, I'm going to help you with this. Like, I want to figure it out. And he's like a lost puppy at times. Yeah. And you're like, right. oh, let's help you. And then the switch flips. And that scene where Peter's like, I have no idea which one of these villains is about to turn on us, but one of them is. And so he just has to like sit in it for a second. And then which he is probably out it's Defoe. It's yeah. probably the best moment in the movie, too. That whole Spider Sense scene was amazing. Ooh. The Peter like, Tingle. Yeah, so the good. Peter yeah. Tingle. <laughs> I have the Tingle. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to say, when they're all in the cages, and he said, I'm a bit of a scientist myself. Yes. <laughs> My friend next to me literally yelled so loud, shut the fuck up. That's how how stoked he was. But man, I I will say before I dive into the, the, or like Defoe and Melina of it all, the lines they bring into this movie that kind of make fun of old things that were, you know, people make fun of or memes or stuff like that. I thought that was utterly genius of what they do in this movie. The way they kind of wrap up everything is beautiful even in the funny ways it's like it's so fucking great but i totally agree with you guys like the the doc ock like awesome to see him because i mean he's probably my favorite villain from the raimi trilogy and that's saying a lot with you know green goblin being the first one but now after this green goblin is like a top tier comic book villain at this point yeah and the thing that's crazy yeah. he's not even in the in the movie that much you know what I mean? Like his no. screen time is probably like ten minutes or something. Maybe but he makes the most more. of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like but every scene he's in is so impactful, and I do love how they played with the multiple personalities and and how he was like a lost puppy when he's even even when you're like Peter kill this motherfucker at the end when he's like what did I do? You feel bad for him, right? You know, you're, right. Like, yeah. you're like how do I feel bad for this guy? Like that's just crazy. how good Defoe is, man. He's so good. He's so, he's been oh, so good for so long, and the fact that he was able to come in here, especially at his age. And still kick so much ass and be as maniacal as he had as as he was. And this also shows he didn't need the mask to to be terrifying. No. He really doesn't. Oh, yeah. His and face those fight and, scenes. Yes, his face and his laugh and that. Oh. oh my gosh, when Peter's like just punching him while he's like on his <laughs> yeah. shoulders and he's just laughing at Peter and he's just oh my yeah. gosh, this is <laughs> not okay right now. Because even afterwards, after May, after everything that happens with May, they're on the rooftop. And I'm kind of jumping forward a little bit, but when he's talking to the other Spider-Men, he's he's saying, like, I can still hear him in my head. Like, Peter is, Tom Holland's Peter is completely wrecked. He shook. Go- Goblin is in his yeah, head yeah. right now. Oh, that was such a great line. Yeah. You can just tell Defoe relished playing this role again, too. Like, he is having so much fun with it. He absolutely kills it. And I read something where he was like, his one condition for coming back was doing his own stunt work. Yeah. Um, wow. Which yeah, I he wanted to do love. stunts. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I I mean that fight in the building, uh the skyscraper in Happy's condo, mad winter soldier vibes crashing through the floors Ooh, yes. and it was just that and just fight brutal was brutal too. It was so brutal. So brutal. Yeah. Very brutal. I mean, it's like Pete gets, yeah, violent. What, three, Pure yeah. three ribs broken or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> fucked up after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Tom Holland in an interview said that him and Defoe had this crazy fight scene. And I'm guessing it was that one. That by the when they they said rap, they both like collapsed from how like exhausted they were filming filming it. Jeez. And I, I, it could be either fights because both fights were pretty brutal, but th- that one was more back and forth. So I would guess it would probably be that one. But yeah, that that fight scene was gnarly. Yeah, the, fuck. the fight choreography in this film is fantastic. They do so many things that are very unique to this film that there's we haven't seen anything like it before. There's yeah. so many of these like flips and turns and things that look like they're literally straight out of a spider-man comic that they have legitimately brought to life which i'm watching and i'm like how how is this a movie like how is this a thing (laughs) right right i hear so many people saying they woke up the next day and they're like i can't believe this is real like yeah (laughs) you think it's a fever dream of a comic book fan but it's not it's it's real like we have this film that we can watch again and again we're here (laughs) they did did that shit you know what i mean it's it it gave me the same feeling as watching like endgame you're like that they really made that they really thought of that and executed it and did it like how how did they do that (laughs) you know it's it's, even with all the hype all the rumors all the leaks they still over delivered which is insane i know that's crazy i will that scene with green goblin double leg dumping peter through the floor will live rent free in my head that was such a (laughs) badass fight move he hit some of the spine busters through the fucking floors man yes dude i was like yo spine buster yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry Um, peter hits him with a power bomb later on he does. He does. <laughs> yeah, he does. The other thing I'll say too is uh, I'm happy that Jamie Foxx got to give another crack at Electro. Um, oh, yeah. You know, he's he's kind of just playing Jamie Foxx here. He kind of got to inject a lot of his <laughs> a lot of his own personality in, into this role, but it's it's just nice because you know he got so much shit for Amazing Spider-Man two, uh, rightfully so because the writing for his character was absolutely fucking terrible. All the decisions were Very wrong so for bad. him. Um, so Very I'm happy bad. he kind of got to come in here and have some fun and play with play this character again. And and he does have some some scenes where you you kind of like you understand where he's coming from and why he's doing yeah. what he does. And I think that that's probably the best thing that this movie. I think accomplishes is, is for a lot of these villains, you understand for most of them why they're doing what, what they're doing. And, you know, yeah. uh, I, I think, you know, lizard might be the outlier in, in that one. I mean, even, even Sandman, like it's, you know, it's for his daughter. So you can get, you can get behind yeah. that, but lizard's just kind of there. <laughs> yeah. I love that. They're Very like, is that there. a, is that a dinosaur? <laughs> like, they, uh, it's even they, the, the interaction between, Oh, sorry, Lance. Uh, no, go the for interaction it. between him and him and uh, Jamie Foxx's character. When he's like, I have a cure for you. And he's like, what? Make me a lizard? He's like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm good. I, lo- I kind of love that because yeah. when you really think about it, his whole plan to turn everyone to a lizard is like fucking batshit crazy. So the- <laughs> like, again, it's to add to like, they they made fun of things that were like insanely silly. Right, you know? right. I just he's like, I- I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the villain interactions in this film are fantastic. Like the stuff between Otto and Norman is phenomenal. Ooh. You get to have like Sandman plays a 
he he plays his piece like he yes. is in the film yeah. as much as he should be in this right. film he's almost like neutral he's neutral yeah. for the majority of it yeah like yeah. when when you see the sand kind of popping up the first time and yeah. then it's quiet still but you start to see electro forming on the lines and yes. you're like oh crap peter's about to get wrecked by two <laughs> And then it, what I thought was going to happen, though, was that Sandman was going to be on his side in this film at some right. point. And he was in the beginning. He protects yep. Peter at the very start. You get to see the Sandman, Spider-Man combo fight. And you understand. Cool. Yeah, it was so cool. Like, And I love the fact that they changed up uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro look. I, I love that they went classic with the star electricity oh, yeah. coming yeah. off of his eyes which was a really so cool way of doing cool. it getting an arc reactor to boost his power right so right. smart Perfect. so cool that they, they they do such a great job just with the villains in this film there's not a character that i feel like i wish i had seen more of i feel like yeah. i got the right amount for every single character in this film which is so hard with a cast size this big yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah well uh, we... that, i would say that's the thing i would say about this movie too is for as much as we got with the three Spider-Man, which I'm, I know we're going to talk about in depth, um, we got a lot, and it's still not enough. I need like a three-hour <laughs> movie with just these three interacting. Yes, yep. I don't even need to see fighting. Just, have, just put banter. them in a lab, just banter, talking about you know swapping war <laughs> stories, doing lab shit. Yeah. Like just give me all of that. It was just oh man, it's amazing. Well, that's a good segue. Make it four because Jamie Foxx gives us a little nod to Miles Morales. That he does. I I was like, oh, my God, are we going to see Miles in this movie? Like, I'm not (laughs) mentally prepared for this. Like, I I don't think I can have another character that I love on screen. I'm going to implode. (laughs) I feel like that would have been a little too much, but I did like the nod. I did like that it was at least mentioned. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely coming. coming. It is coming yeah. for sure. I just I, I I guess my thing is I don't know if because there's been rumors that they're going to continue on the Garfield, the Amazing Spider-Man in just Sony and keep Tom Holland obviously in the MCU. And I guess it's kind of a big would they put him with Andrew or would they wait a little bit and put him with with Tom Holland? Like I, I would rather him be in the MCU because Sony's Marvel movies without the MCU are. Spider Verse and the rest are there. Yeah, so that's all I'll say about yeah. that. I mean, I mean, they, 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 I mean, luckily they, they've only done Venom so far, and obviously both those movies did not turn out well. We'll see how um, Morbius and how Morbius is. I mean, it's been pushed so much; it's coming out in January, which is never a good sign. So we'll see if that's any good. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if they want to, br- I heard those rumors too that Andrew might come back and be part of like the Sony verse with all those villains, which would be awesome. But I'll be honest with you, man. Like, Andrew got the short end of the stick in in his yeah. two movies. I don't want to see him yeah, mismanaged again. You know what I mean? Like, he deserves mm-hmm. to get a really good film. So, yeah, I, I, what, I guess it's a wait and see. What What I'll say about that though is is where where uh, Andrew Garfield is now as an actor, like Tick Tick Boom, is phenomenal. And he's probably going to get nominated for it. It, It's such a great film that I feel like him as an actor now can also be a draw for like another director. And they might they might have this vision for it because he's not doing it unless it's something fantastic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's no way. So if I feel like if they were to announce that he was coming back for to finish out like his trilogy or to start a new thing just in the Sony verse. I would be all for it just because I know he's probably not going to do it unless it is at the level that he wants to return to that character as. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's a good they point. They need some yeah. kick-ass writing. 
They got to have some kick-ass yeah. writing. For sure. I think they can do it now. For sure. Yeah, yeah. it's a better villains. Yeah. And that's the cool thing because yeah. his universe is the ultimate universe. Like, there's right. so much to play in that world that you have villains completely different from what we see in the MCU. So it, th- there's so much to play with there that uh, there's so much potential. Yeah. And, and Andrew Garfield talked about it on the episode I recorded with Sean and, and Mash, like Garfield portrayal of Peter or his portrayal of Spider-Man is next level. It's so yes. good. Yeah. And the fact that we didn't get him at the caliber level of writing or, and script work that the others did is heartbreaking. True. I know. So mm-hmm. they need, we need a redemption. This film very much is a redemption for his character, yes. even if we oh, never yes. see another film. For sure, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, but how cool would that be if he gets like his big and like trilogy ending film? Oh like, yeah, yeah. Please, I, I was gonna say that him in this movie is very much the Peter Parker I always wanted to get from those other movies, and and we talked about it in our episode, Lance. But it, he is so great in those movies, even in the emotional beats and stuff like that. He just suffered from being in like very mediocre movies that didn't know what they were yet. You right. know, like mm-hmm. even even I have some very big criticism of the Raimi trilogy, even though I have a lot of love for it. At least they knew what they were with the Amazing mm-hmm. Spider-Man movies. There's like two tones fighting with each other the whole time. And then the second one has the same problem as Spider-Man three. There's just way too much fucking shit going on. It's a mess. For anything to anything to really shine. Um, and then you get those little moments of shine in both movies in three animated Spider-Man two. There's the emotional moments that kind of deliver at the end, but it's under a clusterfuck of all this shit happening at once. You right. Know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And then an- another sentiment to this story, because I mean, we've been burned by multiple villains and a lot going on in Spider-Man movies multiple times at this point, but this movie delivers on that. Cause like right. we said, everyone plays their part to perfection. It's yes. not, things aren't, are overdone. Everything's done. It's I said this uh, to someone else too. It's, like, it's almost like every moment, every line matters in this movie, which to say that about almost any movie is kind of insane. But like mm-hmm. every moment upon my rewatch, I caught this because it happens in the beginning and it's, you definitely forget it by the end. But when they're on the rooftop of the school near the beginning and uh, Peter says, yeah, MIT is going to be our fresh start. And me watching the second time, I was like, fuck that hurts because that is their fresh start. But Peter Parker's alone in New York and they go to MIT with right. their fresh start. And I was like, damn, you fuckers. Well, <laughs> you no, well, dude, I think, I think that's it too. So, you know, we were always talking about how, you know, we saw five villains in the trailer. Who's going to be the sixth villain to finish out the Sinister Six. It ends up being fucking MIT, bro. MIT is the villain of this fucking story <laughs> because like, look, Peter Parker literally saved half the fucking universe and you're going to deny him because of some controversy and his friends too. What the fuck, man? So fuck MIT. Straight up. So yeah, my, my thought with all of that going on with the schools was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. If a school could say they have Spider-Man on their campus, they are creating so much merch. Right. You would lose your mind. They're going to have him swinging onto the football field during every single game. Yeah. They would be like, here's the contingencies of us accepting you. Do right. you accept? Right. And then they will be the most wealthy school. Yeah. In no the school's going to pass nation. up on that money. Yeah. Yeah. Look Straight what the up, high uh, school did. <laughs> oh, dude. Yes. Um, actually, there was six villains, technically. Uh, I will say that I, I called this, that there was not going to be a Sinister Six. I just want to, I'm very, very rarely super right. So I'm going to take that win. Okay. I said there wasn't going to be a Sinister Six. There wasn't. I think that's coming later because they've already started, they've already started, started to assemble it within the MCU. So I think we'll get it mm-hmm. with Tom going against it himself. But there was technically a sixth villain, 
He just was not in New York because Venom was in the universe. Right. While this was all happening. So there technically was a (laughs) Sinister Six. You know, there technically was a Sinister Six. It's just we didn't see the six. And Alfred Molina gets the face turn of a generation. Oh, yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. Isn't really a villain, kind of. Yeah, he's only a villain for like the first chunk and that's it. Yeah. I was going to say, we're we're not doing justice to him. That fight on the bridge, I know we talked a lot about Defoe, but he was giving it to Spidey and Spider-Man is very lucky that he got those nanobots on the (laughs) Ock arms. And uh, (laughs) how sick was that scene when Doc Ock goes to kill him and he moves the face mask down to his chest to protect him? Oh, such a small detail, but so cool. Yep. Yeah. During that fight sequence, too, because you have the Iron Spider legs come out to fight against the tentacles, which is just so cool. And not enough of us, not enough people are talking about how epic that is. True. But the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, I really want a superior Spider Man. (laughs) Oh, man. Come on, superior Spider Man. I need it. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Yeah, even even, um, when he brings out the the legs in the Iron Spider suit and and Doc Ock goes, Oh, we got a little competition. We got competition. (laughs) No, it's like. (laughs) I I guess we we, uh, we didn't even mention this yet, but the de aging they did on on Alpha Mode. Oh, my God. Honestly. And Defoe, too. Like, both both of them them were so good. Yeah. You could barely tell, like honestly, like I'm sure, I'm sure some specialists could could really nitpick some shit, but the effects in this movie are yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's, it's like the de aging is never going to be like perfect, perfect, but you know, you right. can you could because you can only go so far with it before their face starts to look like yeah. plastic. But they did a really good job here, just kind <laughs> of just smoothing out some of those wrinkles. Yeah, mm-hmm. make him look uh, twenty years younger. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, not to not to tangent, but have you guys heard the rumors of Harrison Ford coming back in Star Wars and having them de aging him in one of the Star Wars series? Probably the Obi Wan show, or maybe one of the you know post Empire Fall. I have yeah. not heard that, but I did see that. I that I think that. they are de aging him in uh, Indiana Jones because they showed him on set with like oh. tracking dots. So I think he's getting de-aged in that, which would be interesting. So that that could that could be if they're going to roll that over into a Star Wars show. I don't know. I'd be surprised if Harrison Ford actually wants to come back to Star Wars. I mean, he came back twice, and we never thought he would. It's true. It's true. (laughs) You you roll down that. You roll down the Briggs truck in the driveway, (laughs) and he goes, "Ah, "All right, why not? All right, why not?" So should we uh, should we jump into Toby and Andrew? Yes. Is it is it it time? Yes. Well. Well, I think we should probably talk about May. That that kind oh, okay. of catalyst. All right, cool. For cool. that, you know, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we haven't even touched on Doctor Strange. At we all, haven't. The, we haven't. We, so we, we we have we have to get into that yeah. too. But yeah, the thing yeah. I'll say about yeah. um, Marissa Tomei, her death scene is so like from her from her as an acting standpoint is so well done because when she stands up, I noticed it right away. She's shaking. She's shaking so yeah. like, and it's it's unnerving, and how she's like dealing with like the shock of what just happened because you can clearly tell she's in shock. She's when she's speaking, it's not coherent, and then she just drops, and it's and like immediately, like as soon as she stood up, I'm like, she's done, that's it, it's over, and it was just, ah mm-hmm. oh, man, but like you know, fantastic acting from her and and Tom Holland in that scene. Yeah, there's the line. Yeah, yeah, in the line, the yeah. line, dude. As soon as they said that, tears. Yeah, yep, tears. immediately. There wasn't a dry eye in my theater when when she <laughs> when she died. I was like, "Oh my god, I cannot believe." I this is probably the part of this film that I saw the com- like did not see coming at all. 
I nope. I just didn't I didn't assume that they were gonna kill her. You know, yeah. I, I figured that Uncle Ben was already gone in Peter's universe, but no, like in this universe, Aunt May is his Uncle Ben. Yeah, that's. And, and, if we were making a lot of jokes about how we were going to have like legions of Uncle Ben's dying in the multiverse and in our group chat. And, I, and then this happened and I was like, why did I speak this into existence? It's, it's your fault. Yeah. Dude. It is your fault. I'm so sorry, Peter. The The cool thing is like with, with this scene and Marissa Tomei crushes it. As soon as you see her arm shaking from the posterior view, you're like, Oh, she's done. Yeah. Like that's it. it. It's about to go. And like her slurred speech and like, you're right. Like she's in shock. Like, Oh my gosh. Phenomenal, phenomenally well done. And then we get the great power with comes great responsibility line. And in that moment, my brain clicked and I was like, they, they don't have to follow this for the, the format. Because in all these right. other Spider-Man films, the two iterations, you're like, okay, Uncle Ben's going to die. This is going to happen. We're going to eventually get MJ. That we go through all of these like set things that are going to happen to Spider-Man or characters that are going to come into his life. But in this moment, I was like, in the multiverse, they're going to do whatever they want. Like in this universe, yeah. like Michelle is our MJ. Like there isn't going to yep. be a Mary Jane down the line in for Andrew Garfield. His thing was Gwen, and and for Tom Holland now it's Aunt May is his uncle yeah. Ben. There's there's all these moments to the point now where you're when you think about it, you're like they're not going to do exactly what you expect anymore. This isn't the format where it used to be like okay this is exact it needs to be exactly like it was in the comic book and we need to follow this exact format. It's not, it's out the yeah. window. Literally anything can happen now, which is so exciting as a comic book fan. Yep, because as soon as you get in your head like legitimately it does not have to follow this particular script it's it's open season anything can happen now and it's so exciting yeah i would also say that's probably one of the best aspects of the movie too is just those those specific moments i thought were brilliant like that's brilliant writing and how you want to move the story forward and to tell your audience that yeah you know what happened in toby's universe was what happened with him what happens with andrew what happened with andrew this is tom it's going to be different and like it just sets all these apart gives them their own identity and i thought that that was just amazing that they did it like that yeah, it, it was it was incredible. And to see when she finally goes and Peter is in utter shock, being like, what are you doing, May? What are you doing? He goes, you got to get up. Ha- yeah. And then Happy pulls up and Ugh. sees what's going oh. down. Dude, <laughs> like, you're like already like, this is so sad. And then Happy pulls up and you see his face and he, you know, he gets pushed up against the, 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 the SUV and he's like, run, Peter, run. Yeah. And then right after that, we Man. have literally Peter looking up at J. Jonah's broadcast and he's just J. Jonah's just laying into him. And it's just like, and Peter's yeah. just standing there taking it. It's just like, oh, my God. That has to be I, like one of the best Spider-Man scenes ever of him standing in the rain. Yeah, it's a great shot, too. Just like here. Awesome yeah. shot. Oh, yeah. Such a good shot. So Straczynski. That is like <laughs> straight out just in the rain. Yep. And just it all coming down like that shot is probably one of my favorite in the film yeah silhouette yep. standing in front of the screen and him just taking it he's in shock like he has no idea what's going on and yeah oh the heartbreak yeah <laughs> poor poor pete <laughs> y'all mentioned uh jay jonah i missed this until i just rewatched it but i i didn't put two and two together that jay jonah jameson in this universe is literally alex jones Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> selling supplements and he's like doing an online blog basically and uh conspiracy so conspiracy I, theories yeah. and shit yeah 
Yes, I yeah. love the little nod there. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. I do like it. I, I, I was wondering if we'd see a thing with him, like if he ended up seeing Toby's Spider-Man. He'd be like, I know that guy or something, some weird multiverse thing. But I think they're kind of just laying it out that he's, you know, this world's J. Jonah Jameson. He just looks very similar to Toby's, mm-hmm. you know, because that, that mm-hmm. has happened. They, they've had variants that look pretty close, and they've had variants that look completely different. Right. So it's like, it was a smart thing they set up in Loki because this whole variant thing was set up in Loki that yeah. there can be different versions of Loki that look the same or completely different, even a different gender. Right. Like it's, it's totally plausible, which is cool that they, you know, it's, it's crazy how they like fit all these little things in together when, when you wouldn't think it would play a part in something else, but it does. You right. know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's just like, really good storytelling. I, I want to be, a, I want to be a fly yeah. on the wall of how they plan this shit out. It's fucking wild. <laughs> Yeah, I would love to see a making of of this film. Like, you know how yeah. they're doing the disassembled do or whatever. They have to. That would they be, have oh, to. I, They'd be crazy I not to. Fanboy yeah, over that very hard. <laughs> um, I, I, sorry, go ahead, I was, just, I was just going to say some really quick, something so smart that they did too was because J. Jonah Jameson, when he's starting, he's just in his basement and it's really low tech but then because <laughs> yes. of the notoriety he's getting for bashing spider-man he ends up with like this massive crew and he's in studio, a studio. yeah that's true yeah so legitimately it makes sense that moving forward he's going to keep bashing spider-man no matter what he does because he's built his entire empire now on hating spider-man oh, which is right, so smart right yeah that was a really nice detail too what is this place the mirror dimension where I'm in control. Strange, stop! Can we please just talk about this? Parker, don't you realize that in the multiverse there are an infinite number of people who know Peter Parker is Spider-Man? And if that spell gets loose, they're all coming here! Look, I know, I get it, but we can't just send them home to die! It's their fate. You can't change that any more than you can change who they are. Oh, what are you doing? All right, so before we get to Toby and Andrew, let's let's talk about Doctor Strange because you mentioned it. Uh, how'd you feel his use was in this movie? Because he's very much a plot device more than anything. Um, but yeah. I love Benedict Cumberbatch as this character. It was fun seeing him, uh, you know, you know, come back. I'm really excited for his movie, which we could talk about that at the end because that was our second post credit scene. Um, but yeah, what did yeah. you guys think of Doctor Strange in here? Awesome. He was awesome. He was not. He was not Mephisto. Yes. Uh, which which I'm okay with. I'm I mean, completely cool with that. Dude, everyone uh, since WandaVision has been waiting for Mephisto. At least we have. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're on the Mephisto hunt. Um, but I I love right Doctor Strange, and and I love the um I love the way that they explained why Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. Yes. Um, Doctor Strange being blipped away. I thought that was a really great time because it explains why Wong was you know bebopping around in shang chi and um yeah i i very much enjoyed it i really liked the scene where he was casting the spell and peter kept adding more layers to it i just think that's a very (laughs) yeah that's a very spider-man way to mess up the uh the entire multiverse Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, yeah i I will say and they duped us hard in the trailer with all the the placing of the dialogue or dialogue was completely changed yeah a lot, some stuff was changed yeah a different way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like even the be careful what you wish for parker was recorded totally different mm-hmm. that's why when uh, i think mash was hitting me up about the second post credit scene and he's like oh but what about what he said and i was like anything that is said in a trailer means 
Nothing. When it comes to a Marvel yeah, movie, like, yeah. We, should, yeah. We, should, we should learn that by now. The dialogue is going to be completely different. I mean, the first Endgame trailer was barely in the, it was in the movie, but they changed it for the movie. Yep. You know what I mean? It was basically like an extended scene for the for the movie. Right. But yeah, the, the, Doctor Strange, I love Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. He, he is like one of my favorites too. Like he is, he is so sick. Even I revisited Doctor Strange while watching WandaVision because I had this crazy theory that Agatha worked for Dormammu because her magic was purple. Oh, was, true. Uh, yes. That was a wild theory yep. I threw out there. <laughs> but I, I do think it's all probably connected in some way because they do explain that magic is pulled from different like realities or whatever in Doctor Strange. Um, Mephisto confirmed. But, yeah, Mephisto confirmed for sure. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, like even revisiting that, I was like, man, this is like a way better movie than people kind of uh, let it out to be. It, like once you revisit it and i think it's it's it definitely helps with seeing him in like thor and infinity war and endgame like it adds more to the character and, and everything like that but yeah I'm, i i think he was used perfectly cause I, a lot that was a worry for other people they're like oh it's which the the tony stark of in homecoming of it all is the, the craziest thing that people say because he's in the movie for seven fucking minutes right relax yeah. it's not it's <laughs> not an iron man movie it's a spider-man movie get over it um but they're like oh yeah he's gonna have to deal with another mentor and it's like no he actually outsmarts dr strange and traps him in a the fucking mirror dimension for 12 hours right gotta so. use gotta know that geometry <laughs> i know yeah also <laughs> that that astral projection thing where he can swim out back of it. yeah yes. you, you see the you what? see it you see the spider sense which is so which is awesome oh yeah yeah i did i did it's it's like it's like it's, it's very it's very yeah. uh it's very faint but you could see it yes. yeah that yeah, i noticed that in the second time i was like oh shit yeah. that's crazy they they Wild. do it such a it's such a prolonged shot that I don't feel like this is going to be a one off thing. I think something's coming down the line where it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Just because Peter's like this feels really good. <laughs> he's somehow in control in that situation because he's yeah. like swimming back to his own body. Right. And the fact that his body can just react without him even being there, just like moving the box around <laughs> so Doctor Strange couldn't get it, was comedy gold. Yeah. But that shot was just a little too prolonged to be like, this doesn't seem like a throwaway scene right. for no. some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really exciting. And I'll say, like, I love Doctor Strange in this. I think Benedict Cumberbatch has been crushing this role since the minute he stepped on set of Doctor yep. the first Doctor Strange film. And I'm just throwing it out there in like Thor Ragnarok and Spider-Man No Way Home when Doctor Strange has done his short little clips. Both of those movies are in my top five. So <laughs> just saying, if you want to keep busting out like hits, keep throwing Benedict Cumberbatch into these movies. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's what something about... else I want to talk about Doctor Strange, but I, I think I need to talk about it at the end because it's the, it's the multiverse. It deals with multiverse and so that is okay. Yeah. We'll, okay. We'll, uh, we'll circle back, yes. back to that. Because there's definitely like a question of what's really happening with the ending of the movie mm-hmm. and everything like that, uh, which I think they do set up in a nice way in this movie. But I can, it's kind of like a conversation you need to talk out with people. It's not like a clear cut, like oh, this is why this is still happening. Right. But I, I did, um, I did listen to a few things that kind of made it a little more clear, and it could not even be true. It's, it's kind of speculation, but it does the way it was laid out made perfect sense. But we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that. Okay. I like the uh, comic book nod of uh, Strange's cape getting on Peter at one point. I was like, oh, yeah, is it happening? (laughs) Is it happening? (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It reminds me of the What If episode, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I really liked the mirror fighting scene, and I I didn't feel like it was overly prolonged. No, it was good. 
the geometry joke. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm really looking forward to Multiverse of Madness because I feel like they've really come a long way with what they're going to be doing in terms of the, you know, uh, CGI and the special effects work. And yeah. I, I think that movie is going to be a mind fuck for sure. I can't wait for it. <laughs> Absolutely, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> um, all right. Toby and Andrew, let's go. Oh, my heart. <laughs> uh, I love Andrew's reveal. Like when, mm-hmm. when it first comes up, he's in the alley. They're calling for him. And yes. He just runs in. And as soon as he jumps in, you see the big eyes. That's when the theater just lost their minds. Yes. Yep. Give me oh, that shiny suit. Yeah. 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 Shiny, shiny ass suit. <laughs> I, I was laughing so hard because like the, the uh, grandmother for the Philippines was just like freaking out, like throwing stuff at him. And the, the, what was amazing is, is so I went to the movie with some friends, including Gliza from classical Gliza podcast. Oh, nice. uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I nice. saw that. Yeah. Real friends. Yeah. Real friends. Woo. And she, so she's also from the Philippines. Right. And so she's, she, she knows Tagalog. And when the grandmother was speaking and they weren't doing subtitles, she was cracking up in the theater. And so I was like, gosh, dang it. I want to know what What did she say right now? (laughs) But, but she, she told me that Ned did a good job of basically giving the gist of everything she said. So, but her, her line delivery is hilarious. So, Mm -hmm. so just giving her the props due in this, in this nerd discussion. Okay. Now back to Andrew. Well, the thing, the thing with Andrew, man, is because I I remember after Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out and it didn't do well. And I'm pretty sure Andrew did an interview where he basically was like, like, yeah, the movie was mismanaged. I, mean, I just could tell he was very upset with how everything turned out. So you could tell in this movie how excited he is to be back in this role. Like he is like just head over heels. So and it, it just it comes across this character, too. There's so many like the whole I love you guys like that. I wanted them to say it back. <laughs> I love how they both just said. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> that- that, but that's just it was so good. It's just that's Andrew's spine. Yeah. Like that's him as Peter. Yes. He's this neurotic puppy dog, like <laughs> goes 100%, doesn't hold anything back type of character. And uh, I loved like when MJ's just throwing bread at him and he just <laughs> on the ceiling. He's like, I don't need to crawl on the ceiling. Can you get that cobweb? <sighs> and then he <laughs> that scene is. Or when so he says to good. MJ, he's like, You're a distrusting person. I respect that. <laughs> and her like in karate stance like (laughs) oh that has to be said too zendaya is unbelievable oh she's great man she's awesome in this so good especially the ending man the ending when she has to really come in and crush it like with those emotional scenes and even the coffee shop like i know we're getting ahead of ourselves too but that coffee shop scene is fucking awesome beautiful yeah beautiful shit we we didn't even mention that Ned gets the the his, ring. Yeah, he's yeah, and he right, he yeah, does magic. Yes, like that, I, I love that. That's the I love it too. That's the one thing. If people were like, "Yeah, that was kind of really stupid," I could be like, "Fair," mm-hmm. but I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> so like no, I was it's a like, comic right. book movie. They they do yeah. set yeah. it up a little. You know, he's like, "Hey, I have met." Like he talks to Doctor Strange. Like you know, says I have magic in the family, and then when he has the the sling ring on his fingers, and uh, him and peter do the handshake you see the little spark and you're like "Ooh, okay uh-huh right okay. right it's fun the, the it, it was an amazing way for them to bring in the other the other peters i i loved it right yeah it worked so well i i will say just because when 
when Ned asked Dr. Strange about that and Dr. Strange was like, yeah, you should ask your physician. So like I'm a hand <laughs> therapist and every time someone comes in, if they're like, I have tingling in my fingers, I'm like, okay, so are we talking like carpal tunnel, cubital tunnel? Like that's my world for therapy. So I was like, Ned, Magic. You, can, you can come to my clinic. I'll take care of you. Yeah, yeah. We're good. <laughs> Can't believe I'm in the Sanctum Sanctorum. Neither can I. So... How did you know you were made up of magic? Because my, my Nana says that we have it in our family, and sometimes I get these tinglings in my hands. You should talk to your physician. It's also funny because, you know, he was a doctor, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> he's, he's got that background. But, um, but yeah, uh, and then, you know, obviously, and then Toby comes in, and Ooh. that's another thing where just, like, you know, I get, at, you know, just chills just thinking about it. Uh, the, yep. If I had to, like, nitpick it, I wish it was a little more like Andrews because he literally just like is just there and he just kind of like steps in it's like all right here he is but you know it doesn't take away from that impact um and also it's funny the difference between how he interacts with the grandma you know whereas she threw something at Andrew but with Toby it's to get this little like wave and smile which was hysterical it was so good <laughs> yeah it's because it he's dressed like, like oh, a youth I... pastor <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes even when he steps through he's like hey I stepped through this magic thing oh it's it's gone like I was like just close. I was like, damn. Like in, even when he comes through and he's like, I've been looking for your friend ever since I got here. I, I felt like he needed my help. And that was like a cool thing too, especially being a Raimi trilogy fan. Like he kind of is the the grandfathered Spider Man, you know what I mean? He's yeah, the, he's, he's the OG. Yeah. And well that was that, cool that was that, that was the thing that. with uh with, with with these three it's like they're brothers you know so it's like yes. toby's the big toby's the big brother andrew's the middle brother yeah. tom's the, the little brother and they Spider play that up so well here yeah spider-man yeah. three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> peter three <laughs> get it. what a meta what a meta numbering system that was oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> even, even him doubting himself this is getting a little head too but even him doubting himself on the scaffolding and Toby being like, you're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> yes. Like, you... This is, this is too good. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know, obviously the Peters were, were, they came in at a perfect time. Ned and MJ can't find Peter. They don't know where he is. And they come in and they're, they're like, Hey, uh, you know, like he really does need your help. Uh, we're all he has anymore. And then they talk about like, Oh, is there somewhere he'd go to just get away? And you know, Toby, Toby and Andrew mentioned where they went. Uh, I love how Andrew was kind of like, you know, Empire State Building, way better view. And Toby's just like, yeah, it is. It is. is this <laughs> 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 happy to try to like one up him. Like I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked like, that they we, went back to the school. I I thought that was a nice yes. little nod to you know the conversation Peter and uh, MJ yep. were having earlier on. I like. Again, the writing on this film, everything just ties together really well. There's a yep. lot of nods earlier in the film that really progress the story, even with small little tidbits. And, you know, I I thought that was a really nice touch because I was thinking when, when they were kind of like trying to figure out where he was, I was like, where would he go? Like, I was thinking maybe Avengers Tower. Um, but, you know, we've never seen him like hang out there. So I was like, oh, I don't yeah. know if that's that's the spot. And they got a new owner, bro. Yeah, that Baxter building. Hopefully, hopefully, Finger, yeah. fingers hopefully. crossed. <laughs> I mean, um, John Watts. It would make sense. Yeah, so. it would. It would. Well, I, you know, and it's. I like you said, John Watts too. Uh, I have to give him a lot of credit as well because with him taking on Fantastic Four before this movie came out, I was a little like nervous because we haven't gotten a good Fantastic Four movie yet. And you know, not True. that I haven't liked John Watts's direction on the first two Spider-Man movies, but I just thought that Far From Home didn't live up to the expectation that I thought Homecoming, you know, started. 
So the fact that he, how good he directed here, I'm all for him doing Fantastic Four now. I'm like, yes, like you bring it on, man. Just keep, it's keep in, crushing it. It's in good hands. <laughs> it is damn. in good hands. That's for That's damn for sure. sure. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so for that scene where they go to find uh, Tom's Peter, um, just starting off with that shot of the Spider-Man up on the uh, what the building that they were on, like it's that was that to me was Spider Verse. That looked just like there might be so much Ooh, of uh, into yes. the Spider Verse. Yeah. And then we just get this insanely emotional scene between the three of them, and it's just it's it's perfect. It's as perfect as you can want it to be. As mm-hmm. soon as Tom said, "Don't say you know what I'm going through," and I'm like. Bro, they know what you're going. <laughs> they know. <laughs> yeah. So he, you're about to find out. <laughs> They're the only people that do. Here's the thing, though, with like when Tom said that, the other two immediately understood where he was coming from because they also yes. did not want to be told anything. And so Andrew True. doesn't even fight it. He's just like, yeah, like I get it. I get it. Yeah. Oh, so good. I, yeah. dude, I love every interaction with these three is pure magic. It is. Yes. I could have never have imagined anything better of what these these three interact with each other in my wildest dreams. Yeah, it just you know them going through, even them finishing the with great power line, and Tom being like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Yeah, you yeah." Know, Uncle Ben said it the day he died, and like you know, pretty much saying like, "Aunt May is your Uncle Ben in this situation," which we, we talked about a little before, and just you know. Andrew talking about Gwen, um, Toby, and like my biggest critique. You listen if you listen to my Spider Man ranking episode. My biggest critique of Toby Spider Man is that he's kind of a big piece of shit in those movies. He does some really shitty stuff, and that that cannot be denied. He does some really shitty things. He even he even in a sense that like, hey, I wanted vengeance, I got it, and it didn't make right. anything better. And I love that he said that. I loved it so mm-hmm. much. And even when he sees Doc Ock later. And uh, Doc Ock's like, it's so good to see you, boy. How are you doing? And he, and he goes, I've been trying to be better. And I was like, man, that like for for me and anyone who loves the Raimi trilogy, but can can easily acknowledge that his him as a person in those movies is very problematic, and he does some really not Peter Parker ish things for him to to get that nice like you know uh, bow on the present of like, man, yes, thank you, like just like perfect closure to to those moments in, in all those movies was beautiful and even andrew saying i I just stopped pulling my punches i became dark and bitter which makes sense after what he went through i was like yo give me me that movie give me that movie (laughs) give me that movie i want it so he's not fighting rhino (laughs) (laughs) so i want paul giamatti back (laughs) uh here's so there's uh like obviously we've talked about like the push for andrew garfield to have his next movie and so people are already like putting up the stuff about um the character that was playing flash thompson in his universe and they're like like andrew said he wanted to fight a black goops from space like he wanted to fight the goopy alien and they were like, oh, there's still this Flash Thompson. So rather than being on Eddie Brock, like they could do Flash. Like there's all this. Like, do I, I think like they're going to do that? No. Do I want them to do that? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. A thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I saw I saw some people, um, I guess, jumping forward too, but with the end credit scene. And they're like, oh, I wonder if we get Agent Venom with 
Flash in the MCU, and I was like, "There's no way that no. Warp can be fucking nope. agent." Not nope. with that Flash, nope. man. Nope. nope. I was nope. like, "Come on." Not with him. Like, nope. 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 I was like, "I like him as a Flash, but no way that fucker's agent Venom. <laughs> like that little fucking turd. No way." <laughs> yeah. No. There's <laughs> no way. There's no way that character would ever join the military. That's the thing. Is Flash? No. Like his storyline no. progression. There's no way that yes. character would ever join the military, and that needs to be an essential part of who Agent Venom uh, is as a 100%. human being. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably also my one critique throughout the, these three movies is I don't like Flash. I don't like the actor that they pick for him. I don't like the vision for who Flash is. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't fit for me. And I understand, you know, different universes and stuff. But just for me personally, like, it's just something that just hasn't worked well for me. And I like that they sort of, like, he's here, but he's not really in this movie at all. So I'm like, all right, that's I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can you can retire that character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like they might visit him, but it, it'll be the same as kind of these movies where he's a very, 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 very small like minor role. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like he fit with because they were in. It's not like he was in a normal public school. He was in like a science, you know, like advanced kind of specialty school. So it right. kind of made sense that he wasn't some like big jock dude who you know, right? Whatever. He was like a bully, and yeah. yeah, he made sense that he was kind of like a, a millennial Gen Z bully. You know, he's like the cool guy because he's rich kind of thing. Um, right but I, I totally get why you feel that way because yeah. like they like like i said they cannot do asian venom with this dude like it would make no zero <laughs> he's not, not that kind of flash thompson for i sure. would walk out but, of the theater <laughs> yeah yeah I, and i don't think they would do that I, I i just don't see it you know what i mean and it's mm. kind of it's kind of hard to see where they're gonna go with the whole venom at all too so i don't know yeah i i think well it's, it's funny too because martin absolutely despises Tom Hardy and and Venom like he he absolutely hates those movies. So when he got basically shot back and they left a little piece, he was he like he literally let out like a yes, thank God, like in the movie theater. Because like <laughs> to me, like if like if if you don't like that side of it, this was the perfect way to kind of keep it separate to keep him Very in that fair. universe. And then you bring in Venom. This is how you bring in Venom here. Yep. And you put, either you get a different Eddie Brock or it goes on to somebody else. You know, it's like it's 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 now it's now separate. So now we can do venom in tom's universe and it's just still kind of be somewhat similar they could even do a thing where tom hardy's eddie brock exists in a different version of himself in this universe too which i'm sure some people might be upset about but it can be like a less like weird neurotic goofy venom which i know i i have enjoyed it for what it is because a lot of the venom comics are really fucking weird so I kind mm-hmm. of like that they embrace the weirdness, but I will agree that the movies have not been very good. Uh, at right. least in my opinion, I, I there's been things I liked about them, but the overall movies, I'm like, eh, whatever. I guess they're there. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it could be it could be a way. Like I definitely think that set up to be like, oh, we're gonna get Black Suit Spider Man, hopefully. Yeah, yep. uh, for but sure. Like, who? What else is it attached to? You know. Is yeah. Carnage still inside this little piece of Venom? Do we still Please. get Carnage in another Please. piece of Cassidy in the MCU or something? Like, I, Maybe uh, not Woody Harrelson, we... though. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably not Woody a, Harrelson. That was such a bummer. I was like, Woody Harrelson is Cletus? That makes a lot of sense. And then I saw the yeah. movie, and I was like, that fucking sucked. <laughs> they they, they, like, and it's like, how do you waste him like that, too? It's just, I don't uh, know. Yeah. I was like... It had to have been the screenplay or the yeah. direction. Had to be. It, was, oh, it's, I, it was writing. Because they were yeah. just yeah. like... Carnage and Cletus don't have as good of a symbiosis. They don't have a good connection, which completely goes against the comics because they are basically one person. They refer to themselves as one, whereas Venom yeah. does the we are Venom. Like right, they yes. are one entity at that point in mission and body and spirit. He's literally in Cletus's blood. 
So yeah. when either of them die, they basically come back because it's they're just one being. So that part right. made me mad. It's like, Ugh. <laughs> me too. That's the way they, they just sucked him and then bought off, bit off his head. I was like, fuck this movie. The, yeah. At that point, I was like, fuck this movie. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? But yeah, back to... Back to what we're actually talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, so question for you guys. Since we were talking about Flash, now that Ned does not know Peter, do you guys think that we could see a Ned leads Hobgoblin arc? They did I don't make know. A, they did make they made a, a reference a, to it. A reference to it, but I think it was just a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I could be wrong. It was a really funny joke, though. It was. It was yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. No. It was. It was a funny joke. I don't. I don't know. I mean, could you see that act? I mean, like it's because he's obviously he plays the guy in the chair. He's a little goofy. So I don't know if I could see him as Hobgoblin. But I mean, crazier things have happened. I mean, obviously you just saw the actor lost a ton of weight. He looks great. Um, mm-hmm. So sure. I don't. I don't know if they're if they're prepping for that. If that's if that was it, or if it was just his choice to just get in better shape. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It depends on it's. I think it all comes down to writing, really. It all comes down to writing, direction, yeah. vision. Mm-hmm. So if they really want to pursue with with him and kind of go that angle, they could. Um, I don't really see it right now, but it could happen. I I think that the magic component isn't going to be a throwaway either, just because Doctor Strange in the movie, he's like, "Did you just make a portal?" And he's just like, <laughs> "Yeah." He's just like, hmm. he just walks away from it. So I feel like. There's, I, I feel like Ned is going to continue as a character, and yeah. and we'll see him in some capa- capacity. Like he could even be one of the people that trains at Comertage. Like there could, there's layers yeah. to this. So I could see them yeah, yeah, yeah. eventually, maybe down the line, doing something like that, like villain esque. But I, it might not be Hobgoblin. It might be some right. other more magical type right. character because they could do whatever. Right. So. True. I would like to see if they they went more in the magical route. I think that would be really really cool, especially when they had the cloak to kind of bring him down at that that that. Oh yeah, yeah. Scene. I thought that Dude, was really yes. dope. I was like, man, that's cool. I was like, that's really really cool. <laughs> and even when it flies away, he's like, thanks, Cape. <laughs> uh, like like we said, this movie is really really funny for it being as emotionally devastating as yeah. it, it is. And I was kind of. I know a lot of people felt the same way, but from the trailers, uh, like with the Scooby Doo this crap line, which is delivered way better in the movie. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Also, yeah. and I know a lot of people didn't like the auto the the auto Octavius like what's your name thing. I thought it was funny in the trailer, and I thought it played well in the movie too because mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. it is ridiculously silly. Like it's a silly fucking name, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it yeah. kind of calls it back to the Infinity War thing when he meets Doctor Strange, and he's like, "What's your name?" He's like, oh, we're using our fake names. Oh, I'm Spider Man. You know, yeah. it, it kind of yeah. was like the same, when a, a little bit of a callback to those kind of things. Yeah, too, right. There's a, there's another good callback too from uh, Thor Ragnarok with Loki having been fallen for 30 minutes. Yes. And yeah. Doctor Strange is like, I was hanging over the Grand Canyon for 12 hours. Like, yeah. there's, there's this callback to it too. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. He's like, now I know what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> <sucks>. <laughs> oh man and then i guess it, it leads to the the science bros thing right yeah oh, yeah science bros yeah oh, and like yeah. and quite honestly i think i think the thing i was looking forward to most when we got it was where like what andrew and toby have been doing since since we last saw them and we kind of and we get that and we get those conversations we get that you know, uh, Toby's Peter is still with MJ. And, oh, yeah, and we get the point. The point. They, the they point. recreate the meme. They actually do it twice. They do it in the lab, and they do it uh, in the during the fight when they're kind of going back and forth uh-huh. as to who's Peter 1 and Peter 2, and it was <laughs> oh, awesome. I loved yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
also but a yeah small... so that was uh that was that was probably something i was looking forward to was where these guys were at in their in their lives something small that i really liked that they did throughout this movie because peter's hidden identity has been revealed there's a lot of tom holland as spider-man without the mask which i thought oh, was yes. really really cool um you know just something that we hadn't really seen in the other movies and, and i just really appreciated that but back to science bros yeah so good and they, the, they they also did a really good job with the suits because everyone's like oh he has a million suits in this but they all made sense like even the the black gold suit was mm-hmm. just inside out because it got covered with paint and everything mm-hmm. like that which sam actually called she's like i bet it's like inside out or something and i guess she also called ned being magic which i don't remember but i believe her she wouldn't lie to me but i guess in far from home <laughs> she mentioned something about him being magic which i don't really remember but uh yeah she's like yeah i called that she called something else later later down uh in the movie a certain moment in the final battle but i think all of us called that so that's that's no big deal like all of us called that but i was like yeah we all called that but it was, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah. like, it didn't matter that we called it it was it was what we wanted it, it was it was it was what we wanted but yeah i did love the the conversation you know like him being like it's tough but we figured it out it kind of mm-hmm. a nice thing because even at the end of spider-man 3 they're not really together yeah know? they have like a really fucked up relationship with those mm-hmm. movies right, you know, it's, it's very mm-hmm. you know like she leaves someone at the altar she leaves harry you know it's like it's really messy it's it's a mess but i mean relationships are messy so it's it's, it's right you know yep and you know not me to add some more to the toby's a piece of shit train but like it's relationships are messy you know it's, it's i'm taking a little off them taking a little right off right them, so it's all right toby. it's all right I, during the during the science bro uh, like sequence too i liked how they kind of played up how smart andrew garfield's peter was yes because they're yeah. like you have no idea how to do this he's like oh like i can make it's super easy i can make this thing like right now it's like <laughs> i can do it and they're just like <laughs> they're like okay all right <laughs> they did play oh. up uh which they haven't shied away from tom holland being very smart they you mm-hmm. know they even show him homecoming him making the web fluid and We've seen uh, like even the geometry thing and even certain things like Infinity War and Civil War of moments of him figuring out how to tackle the situation, even though he's by far the youngest person there and least experienced hero there. And he's still figuring all this shit out, which is it, it does show his his knowledge level. But them seeing all of them do like super smart science stuff was was unbelievable. Even even Toby being like, I've been thinking about this Green Goblin serum for a long time was like a really really nice touch because obviously he, he didn't help him you know he died he didn't kill right. him mm-hmm. directly but he died because he didn't know what to do mm-hmm. right um, which which was which was very very cool uh, and, a, a moment yeah. at like so in that exact scene when uh toby it brings up he's like oh i can make that serum like how he says that and then tom holland's like because uh, uh toby says we gotta save him all right and Tom's just like, yeah. Like, he deadpan gives that line because the whole time he's thinking, I'm going to kill this dude. Like, <laughs> right. his, his thought I'm process a, the whole time boy. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, like, a vengeance is bad, bad whatever. I'm going to kill him. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I also like That's the so interplay true. of uh, of Toby's Spider-Man, you know, having webbing coming out of his oh, arms. That was the, that was the best part. Yeah, so come out of you. Does it come out of anywhere else? I, well, I also love how how interested Andrew is. He goes, "How does that happen?" And he gets closer, <laughs> like he wants to touch him. It's, it's so yeah. yeah, they're all like, "What is that?" Like, what? They're like, "Yeah, you know." And even Andrew being like, "Yeah, like I have to make mine in a lab. It's like really inconvenient. <laughs> it's, like, it's a huge hassle." Yeah. 
It's like so. And then like... talking about like the web block. Oh my god. Oh yes. Yeah. So, Existential well, crisis. I mean, that's, that's like that's the next part because then from from the lab we jump to that them on the Statue of Liberty and they just have just that you know it's just swapping stories about villains and what they went through and it's just it's so good it's so well done. I want to mm-hmm. fight an Andrew being. Yeah, <laughs> I just fought a Russian guy in a rhino suit. <laughs> <laughs> like again, them making fun of shit that was insanely yes. silly. And, was and, and Andrew cracking Toby's back. Like that's just that was so funny. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> oh my god, I love Which that. Which you know, he he does make that line in the in the funny, and it's funny because he's old too. It's, right, it's right. Like a double, yeah. double double play. And I yep. gotta say, he looked he looked pretty good for being you know kind of older at this point. I don't know if it was CGI or or what or or if he actually just I mean he looked fine when he was regular clothes too. He looked pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think shape, Toby's like know? he's 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 getting up there. I think he's almost like fifty now. I think he's like his yeah. late forties. So wow. I mean, he still he still looks good. And I and I like that that we have like an older Peter Parker because like yes. Toby felt he felt weathered. Like he felt like he's been in the shit for a long <laughs> time. So yeah. like I just I but I love seeing that. I love seeing like where he's at right now. And he kind of has like this um. This obviously a more mature like view on on everything, but he's he's just so used to everything now that nothing really phases him as 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 this in like what what's thrown at him. Like I just felt like he was just so comfortable in what he was doing, and he was just very confident in being Peter Parker. And I just love seeing that. Like I want to see an older version of him now. You know? Yeah. I, I was fun. listening to uh, Four Nerds by Nerds. They did you know everybody's doing Spider Man right now, and I've just been consuming all of it. And uh, they were talking. <laughs> I didn't know this, but um, like. Toby actually hurt his back while they were filming part two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Jake so, Gyllenhaal almost stepped in. Yeah. So I thought that was another little like little meta nod of my back. You know, like it it, it, it played on multiple layers, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I did not know they hurt his back in part two. I, I do. I did know the Jake. Gyllen- I did know the Jake Gyllenhaal thing, which is. Yeah. Fun, yeah. Is, yeah. They do that. Not they, they make fun of that in Entourage, too. I don't know if you guys watch Entourage. Oh, but I, I haven't, I haven't that's finished a, it. That's the thing they that's the thing they they play on, which is which is kind of funny. But um, yeah, funny. but yeah. Uh, so what else about Toby and Andrew do you guys want to go into? I mean, obviously we can yeah. talk about the the fight itself, mm-hmm. but is there anything like between their interactions and because like I'm 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 kind of with what you guys were saying. Their chemistry was off the charts, like way better than I could have expected. The, they yeah, could I, not I, have I did not expect it. No, they could not have chosen three actors to play these roles and do any better. They couldn't choose right. three other actors and have it be as good as it was. Their on screen mm. chemistry is insanely good. Yeah, and. What I loved is you can just tell how much fun each of them is having in these <laughs> yeah. moments. Yes. And so, like, it's so genuine. Just yeah. It. It, yes. Yeah. It, it's like, it, it feels like these three have gotten together before and just, like, gushed about, like, their experiences. And now they yeah. get to do it on screen as they are these same characters. And, oh, it's just so much fun. They did. Yeah. A, I could have, if the rest of the movie was just their banter, I would have been perfectly fine. Yeah, I, didn't need, I didn't need a third act. I just needed them talking. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, just had the biggest. Was, it was a surprise. Yeah. It was such a pleasant surprise of, of like, wow, they're really saying all these things to each other. This is fucking crazy. And yep. when the fight kind of starts, and I didn't notice this in the first viewing, uh, maybe because I was so close at IMAX, but. And the second viewing, I, I really noticed it. And they mentioned it. They're like, yeah, we're really bad at working together. But you really notice, like, them fumbling over each other and, like, shooting each other with webs and stuff like that. Like, shooting each other mm-hmm. in the face with webs. And you're like, oh, wow. That's, like, a really, really nice attention to detail that I totally missed in the first one. And the the banter in the middle when he's like, <laughs> I don't want to brag, guys. 
I was a member of the Avengers. Yeah. And Toby's like, that's so cool. What is that? What is that? And Andrew goes, is that a band? Yeah. I was like losing my fucking mind. I was like, holy shit. You guys don't have the Avengers? Like, I was like, oh, man, this is so good. I was like how a, a, a little bit of uh, Bully Maguire came out in that moment, too, where he's like, how is this helping? <laughs> that anger have... is still there. Dude. Yeah, yeah, it's still there. Leave me alone. Give me rent. You'll get your rent when you fix this damn door. I just had the biggest, goofiest smile on my face every time they're interacting. I'm like, this is so pure and awesome, and this is just everything I wanted out of this film and more. The So right after that moment where they talk about what the plan is moving forward, and they run together, and then they oh, do the jump God. off, and they all make their individual Dude. noise that they make yeah, when they, yeah, yeah, when they yeah. fly. Yeah. And then the way they fly together going together. into that part, and they're like, oh. s- they're swinging each other around sure. and like using momentum. Yeah. There's, so I have cool. to watch it like five more times because oh there's so God. many things happening in about a five second time frame that <laughs> yes. I can't take it all in. And then, well, I was then saying, all I, doing the lands on the top of the Statue of Liberty. Yes. yes. In the, the, in the order of their release. Oh. Yes. Uh, Just so these little good. touches. These little uh. touches. Well, I was say I don't know if you guys have been on like YouTube and and like TikTok or Twitter like after the fact, but there's so many like bootleg scenes that I must have watched so many times, just over and over and over again, just because <laughs> like I can't get enough of it. Like I need to see this movie again. Yeah, same. It's it, it hits harder in the second watch. Uh, you get to really sit back. I I do want to see it again once the the initial run dies down so because i do think there was probably some like lines of dialogue i mm-hmm. definitely missed because of the the crowd which oh I, yeah i am all, i am all for that experience i love it i got it first really with like end game and infinity war and i i love being in that kind of atmosphere i i feel like it's pure pure and utter magic and mm-hmm. uh, i do want to see if there's some little things i missed in in those moments but man like I not like like we've said this a million times, but like I could not believe the stuff they were giving to us. Like it, mm-hmm. again, we all kind of knew they were in this movie. You know, it was like ninety nine percent that they were in this movie. But still, they del- they over delivered in this. And 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 one thing I don't think I mentioned here is that the biggest surprise of this movie was how it was purely Tom Holland's movie with all the crazy shit going on. Yeah, the multiverse, the the villains, the other Spider Man everything like that it never took away from being tom holland's movie and being solely focused on peter parker's journey and how we get from start to finish which i think is like the biggest surprise of the movie Mm -hmm. is that the story they tell within this crazy bonkers ambitious movie and that is just crazy in itself that they delivered that like that's the big surprise they kind of leaned into the rumors and leaks because i i mean i don't know how that shit got out there even that video of andrew in the blue screen hanging the scaffolding i do not know how the fuck that shit got out i don't know how they're still alive and living uh, with kevin Feige dude, existing. sony sony but, has the worst leaks i don't get it i really don't like yeah. it's, it's ridiculous dude, stuff's coming out about multiverse of madness already i guess because they, yeah. they just finished reshoots the cameos i haven't seen any of them uh, any of wow. the new ones i've seen rumored only now <laughs> which believe me they're fucking crazy <laughs> you probably wouldn't even guess them they're nope. fucking wild it's wild uh, yeah. yeah but i don't even because i i guess the success of like loki and already the success of this movie made them to go like oh we can go even crazier with this movie yes like, yes yeah. it's you know like here we're gonna add in some more shit so i'm very curious to see what that delivers after seeing what they did here um i have all the faith in that movie for sure but yeah it, it's just 
crazy how they can take things that are so overhyped, so anticipated, so, with so much knowledge already out there to the general public. Like Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, they're talking to these people <laughs> about it. Like that's how big this shit is. They, yeah. they're, they're like, yo, Andrew Garfield, you're in this movie, right? And he's like, yeah. obviously, he's like, no, no I, I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not in this movie. Stop asking me pretty much. Um, and still, they still somehow make it better than we could ever imagine. Like that's, yeah. it is insanely crazy that they, they did that. That that Jimmy Kimmel, Craven the Hunter interview Dude, that was interview hilarious. Was hilarious. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> oh my God, Even listeners, him- if you, if you haven't checked that out, type in uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Spider-Man, No Way Home, uh, Craven the Hunter, and you will have a nice little treat for you <laughs> even him like totally uh grilling him about the toby and andrew of it all and he's like toby mcguire and andrew garfield go on and then, he's like, <laughs> and then he's, he's like actually i just saw them at a party or i actually just saw them recently and he's like whoa on set and he's like no, the like, rap party and he's like a rap party yeah. and i was like damn i was like this is hilarious <laughs> i was like the way he's grilling him and even what? tom holland's like i can't wait till this movie's out and i can finally stop lying to people and he's like so what can you tell us exactly what you're lying about yeah <laughs> and i'm like dude i was like this is good this is good shit well I, well I don't know if you guys saw uh they they had ben affleck on like a couple nights ago and jimmy kimmel asked him he's like so are toby and andrew in the flash <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> That is oh hilarious. My, <laughs> uh, my friend, this is sort of a, a side note, but it has to do with Ben Affleck and Marvel. Uh, he was on Bill Simmons' podcast, which my my best friend like loves Bill Simmons. And apparently, during the filming of Daredevil, he realized how much of a shit show he was. And Feige was like a lower down producer on those movies. Um, he worked on like all the early Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, his name's in all of them. I, yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess during that movie he was like, man, he knew Foggy was like the guy then, and he was like, man, I wish they would fucking get rid of these idiots and put you in charge. And it's so funny, he's like, now we are, here we Damn. are, here we and, are. Uh, <laughs> dude's the fucking man. That, <laughs> that he is. So Lance, I you messaged me privately. Yep. We we had a little brain dump, and uh, I I need you to tell these two your thoughts on Andrew making the catch. Okay. Because you you put it so poetically yeah. and beautifully, and it I was like, yes, I could not have said it better myself. So when the trailer showed MJ falling, the the one thing I wanted from this movie before I even like, of course, we were the ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure Andrew and Toby were in this movie. <laughs> My thought was, all I want, and this movie could suck, and if we just had this one scene, I would be so happy. Is Andrew saving? MJ because the pure heartbreak that you get with Gwen's loss in amazing Spider-Man two, it's throw out everything else about that movie. That sequence is one of the best things we have gotten from any Spider-Man movie. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. The, The heartbreak because the chemistry between Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield was so palpable because they were actually dating and so in those moments, you see, like, Andrew is, like, thinking about if he were to lose Emma Stone in real life, how would he react? And you get that on screen, and it is beautiful. And so when you when Andrew sees Tom get taken out by the glider, it's not even a thought. He's just gone. He's like, I'm not yep. letting this happen. It's not going again. I'm going to save my little brother's girlfriend. Right. <laughs> and he gets to her, catches her, does a flip, and lands. And he doesn't even, like, know what to do with himself in that moment. It is 
oh man, it's like getting me emotional right now. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 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 No, I I totally agree with you. And that that moment too, when he catches her, the crowd cheered. And then when Andrew starts crying, everyone just let out that that emotion as well. Like you could feel it. Like that whole theater just felt that moment. And it it was probably like, I mean, you could argue like top three in terms of like moments in this film, in terms mm-hmm. of like just just a payoff, man. Like it was so good. It, oh. It's that it's that redemption for yeah, him yes. as a character. And so yep. because he talks about it earlier in the film, like he went dark, like he stopped pulling his punches. And it was because of yep. what he let happen to Gwen because he was lost. And in this moment, he saves the girl and he just takes yep. it in. And it's his redemption as a character. And it's like he can be OK again now. He can right. like this experience is healing him as a person. And he can now say that he he's like done it. He, he can like be proud and he can think of yes. when because like one of my favorite comic books is Spider-Man Blue, just to go off on a really quick tangent. And in that storyline, Peter is recording messages to Gwen and MJ walks in the room and and he she sees what he's doing and she turns around. And she's like, hey, say hi to Gwen for me it, because Gwen uh. stays with him the rest of his life. Yeah. Like wow. she's in his wow. heart. And so the things he does to be a hero go back to what he couldn't do saving Gwen. He's And so he wow. pushes himself. And in this moment, you see that coming through. It's like in his head, like you see, you see like the, I did it, Gwen. Like I did it. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Dude. So this movie's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even when uh, Andrew is talking on the top of the school about who he lost, his knee-jerk reaction is not to talk about Uncle Ben because he also lost his uncle, but he right. talks about Gwen because that was his his personal failing as a hero, which I thought the way that connected is so powerful. Like, God, I love this movie. It <laughs> it just it hits on all the right notes, man. Just daggers to it's, the hearts for days. <laughs> and I, oh yeah, I do love the the interaction between uh, him and him and MJ too, of him immediately going, "Are you okay?" And then she noticed that he's like literally losing it. And she's like, "Are are yeah. you okay?" You know, it was yeah. that moment is it's it, it has to be cemented as like one of my favorite like comic book moments of all time. Like it is, yes. yep. Ju- yep. just the, everything behind it. It's so good, Lance. You put it beautifully. Thank well you. done. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was awesome. Yeah. Well, well done, <laughs> sir. And I guess if they did do another movie, how crazy would it be that he meets an MJ? Because he knows oh. if other Peter Parkers have an MJ, he'd be like, this is my girl. You know what I mean? Like, that would be pretty right. wild because mm-hmm. no one's ever had anything like that, you know? Like, uh, oh, yeah, I know other Peter Parkers in the multiverse. <laughs> you know? There really hasn't been anything like that. So for him to be like, oh, yeah, this is my MJ, you know, like. That would be pretty wild. It ends like that. a very emotional thing to even mm-hmm. be like, oh, hey, even if they like ended a movie, I'm like, oh, my name's MJ. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, everyone would be like, oh, fuck, you know, like, it'd, yeah, be, yeah, it'd yeah. be really cool. It'd be a very, very cool moment. We're just we're just fan writing the next. When we get through the rest of the, talking about this film, I want to talk about the plot holes and kind of what might happen moving forward. It's like some questions. So but yes. we, let, okay. let's keep going with this one, though. Um, well, another moment I want to dive into is Toby's Peter and Doc Ock having their their little shared moment, too, because, uh, you know, for me, I think when the first Spider-Man came out, it was 2002. So I was in seventh grade, I think. So like those movies were just like 
like everything for me at the time. Yes. And, you know, especially yep. Spider-Man 2. Like Spider-Man 2, like I had never seen a movie like that before that just balanced all these different tones and emotions and just delivered on everything that I wanted to see as, as like a kid at the time. So seeing these two meet up again, like immediately I just felt like I was a little kid again. And what they say to each other is perfect because he's like, you know, when Doc Ock says, Peter, you're all grown up. It feels like he's talking to me personally. You know what I mean? Because like just being at that point and then getting to now and then when he's like, I'm trying to do better. I'm like, oh, God, this is this is speaking to me on every fucking level right now. The, yes. How are you, my boy? It's like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because that- the relationship is so beautiful in that movie until the chip gets fried because Otto right. is like going to be a new mentor for him. And it mm-hmm. is so good. And that's why that film hits on so many levels, Spider-Man 2, is because it goes from being this incredible mentor character to being like a really big villain. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. It's so good. He says so much with so little by I'm trying to do better. You know, like, yeah, it, it speaks volumes about where Toby's Spider-Man is at. And like, I, I love like that's one of the things that I love about the Mandalorian is the simplicity of it, but it can carry, you know, uh, it has mm-hmm. like a lot of depth to it. And I felt like that line just hits right. And I felt the same way, Nick, I grew up watching, you know, Spider-Man two was, I was right around seventh grade as well. And that was like the top of the top of the pyramid for me, as far as superhero movies went all the way up until the dark Knight. Um, so yeah, it was, it was so validating to see right, right. <laughs> them back, you know, Defoe and Molina. And like, don't get me wrong, I loved the Amazing Spider-Man films as well. I thought Garfield was such a great Spider-Man, but those two villains in particular coming back, I was like, oh my god, yes, 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 yeah. They're they're the best, and even the whole thing you guys mentioned, um, how he was like a mentor. But even at the end, when the, when the trip the chip gets like fried and he's back to normal. You, he saves the day like he, he's the one yeah. who saves the day it is Doc right. Ock. so and, and that's a that's the good thing about that's the awesome thing about pretty much every spider-man villain we've almost seen is that maybe their motive isn't like really validated i guess but all of them were good people that mm-hmm. got pushed into a circumstance that made them quote-unquote evil like and, and that's right. what makes them the best some of the best villains there is because a lot yeah. of them aren't just mustache twirling villains. Like they, they have a reason to why they are evil, and they are all good people deep down. Like even we see the thing <laughs> with the Green Goblin again. You know, like he he doesn't even know what the fuck he did. You know, like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. By the way, when you said mustache twirling villains, me and Lance both twirled our mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good, good, good. You are a mustache twirling villain, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um is there any other moments you guys want to dive into in that in that finale i mean obviously we could talk about the the last fight too between peter and and goblin like i feel like that we need to kind of go into that yeah we have to that's that's kind of the next one on my mind that that sequence well i guess i guess the jumping off point because chris you mentioned how in the in the toby doc ock scene how they, they say a lot without saying much, you know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like it's the same for when Toby stops Tom from killing Green Goblin. Like, he doesn't say anything, but oh, just that look. dude. That yeah. look that he gives him. And it's just like, that to me just spoke so many fucking words. Mm-hmm. And, and you can see the rage behind uh, Tom Holland's eyes. And then he yeah. kind of just like the red kind of fades away. And he realizes what he's doing. And he realizes that, you know, Toby's looking out for him. 
Spider-Man 2 is looking out for him. Or Spider-Man 1, right? I, I Tom, always get Tom, the numbers. Tom, Tom Holland, Spider-Man 1. Spider-Man 1. Yeah. So yeah, Spider-Man 2. 2. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Spider-Man 3. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like just that scene. And like Toby, or I'm sorry, Tom was about to straight up crush Defoe with that glider, which I was like, oh, yeah. just kill him. Just kill him. Do it. <laughs> do it. Chris, Chris is there on the side, side of the set. Just do it. Kill him. Do, do it. it. Do kill it. <laughs> but the, like, even before their fight starts happening too, like one, the, the fact that they're fighting on a cap shield is amazing. So cool. And, really and, good. And <laughs> just like Defoe's character is like, it's like, you just didn't even have it in you to like send me home or whatever. And yeah. Holland's like, no, I wanted to kill you myself. Dude. <laughs> and then he just like crouches down and then just goes down. And like the first punch when Peter like throws down dents this extremely large shield, you're like, oh, there is no punches being pulled right now. Nope. Yeah. nope. <laughs> and the the foot webbing, like he he's webbing Goblin's feet and just beating him. I'm like, this is, I need more of this type of fighting from Spider-Man in films moving mm-hmm. forward. Like I want him yeah. to fight at like an almost an insurmountable villain in one of his next movies where he just goes toe to toe and is just throwing hooks on him because I thought that was sick. Kingpin. Yeah. We, we Kingpin. need to see, we need to see yeah. Spider-Man web his own hands. So they get super hard, oh, like so in the video games. Like, oh, yes, let's go. <laughs> yes, fan like, writing. Yes, the the fight choreography though, like when he webs Defoe's face and brings it down into his own knee. Yeah, like, dude. oh gosh, that fight it's is brutal, amazing. <laughs> it's it's such a brutal fight, and even you see you see him wailing on your goblin, and they shoot back to to Toby and Andrew, and they're like, we gotta do something. You yeah. know what I mean? They're like, yeah, yeah, we got to do something. And like you said, there was like no words exchanged by Toby. And I love that it was Toby who stopped, stopped mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Because it's also yeah. like a little bit of redemption for Toby. Like, I can save uh, uh, Norman Osborne this time. Yeah. yeah. I can save him. Like, yeah. and he did. Right. He, sa- he saved him. Yeah. He just gets stabbed. Right. But, you know, I, <laughs> I thought he's, he's been, he's, he's, he's been stabbed before. Stabbed so it's fine. It's, yeah. it's, I, multi, <laughs> it's multi layered too, just because one, obviously, Willem Dafoe got impaled by his own glider. But then, yes, Harry also got impaled by the glider. Right. But because right. Venom threw it into him. And so right. he literally stops those like daggers from yep. going it's into the redemption. Defoe. It's, oh, at this yeah. film. like it makes everything about the other spider-man films better better it makes the the mcguire trilogy the raimi trilogy better it makes the amazing spider-man better yep it it has elevated 20 years of filmmaking for a singular character and it should not be as good how how right Right. (laughs) yep there's also when Green Goblin comes back into that fight in the at the Statue of Liberty when he throws the blades, Tom Holland does the same flip that that Tobey Maguire did in the first one. Oh, like the side yes. I, like, oh, I didn't I, notice that. I, also I saw him do it, but I didn't know which one it was. But the second time, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, it's Tom Holland! Wow, that's uh, sick." Another <laughs> like, thing in that sequence too that I didn't notice the first time is Doc Ock jump like jump sideways and blocks two of the blades from hitting one of the Spider Men too. He blocks two of them. Oh, Whoa. I didn't know that either. So go, that. go back and watch it. He jumps sideways okay. and you see the tentacles come up in front to protect them. Wow. And I'm pretty sure it was Maguire. Whoa. 
That's do you insane. did you guys yeah. think that uh, Toby was gonna die after getting yes. stabbed? Yes. I, I did too. I was yeah. like, I can't take yeah. another loss. I know. <laughs> I can't. You're in a lot of pain right now, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. But but after what he did of of kind of redeeming himself for like saving Goblin and stuff like that, I didn't need his death. Kind of in the mm-hmm. beginning, I was like, man, I kind of hope he makes the sacrifice pl- going into the movie. I was like, I kind of yeah. hope he makes the sacrifice play because that'd be really good for his character arc. But the fact right. that he, the, what he did, I was like, he doesn't need to die. Like when he got stabbed, no. I was like, oh no. shit, he's gonna die. But then he yeah, came back up, I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's definitely unnecessary and i think it also, it also leaves it open if they want to bring them back because i feel like this yep. movie obviously we know it's gonna be huge box office wise everybody completely loves it so there's gonna be whether it's secret wars or something else um i feel like they're gonna bring them back and they're gonna have them all interacting because how could you not it was so yeah. successful it works so well everyone loves it it'd be a missed opportunity if we don't see andrew toby and tom team up again oh sony would you like to print your own money yes please yeah, <laughs> yeah. and look what it's doing this is insane yeah. Also, I'm wondering if if any of them show up in in spite of the second Spider Verse. Like any three, any of the three of them, Ooh, maybe. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Live action Miles maybe going to Garfield and Maguire's universes. Well, I also have a question too because in the Morbius trailer we see graffiti and it's Toby's Spider Man on the wall. Yeah. So, but but vultures in there. So, what the fuck is going on? I don't. Yeah, yeah I'm so confused. This, this yeah, thing, yeah. The the multiverse of it all with this whole thing, where obviously everyone kind of goes back to their own universes. So it's like, does Morbius take place in the in a few days that this takes place or something? Because even like the Oscorp is is McGuire's Oscorp. So you literally have something right. in from every Spider-Man universe. So exactly. It's very confusing. I agree. Yeah, it is. It's very, it's very confusing. And the fact that I don't know if they're going to explain it. Yeah, but we'll see. I guess. (laughs) Yeah, because at the like the end of the new Morbius trailer, and the guy's like, "Who are you?" He's like, "I am Venom." Venom. Just kidding. I'm Doctor. Like, but yeah. at, At that point, though, he's like, "But wait, Venom isn't from." that universe because he got blipped into the mcu and then like there's so many things i'm just like what is happening right now there there's a lot of plot holes but and, i don't care i'll watch everything still well it's it's not even plot holes yet it's just we have yet to see if it it, it will be if it's not explained if it yes. is explained then yeah. i mean they could also be totally fucking with us in this trailer to kind of that it's maybe they did it to kind of hype up no way home even more which is possible. it's possible it's very possible, um, yeah. Because that graffiti could easily be changed to something else. Yeah, 100%. It could not it could. even be there. That shot, that shot might not even be in the in the movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it, exactly. The, the Venom, which knowing knowing Sony, it's yeah, a good possibility. <laughs> yeah, That's very true. They could the just Venom, say, yeah. it would make sense if they're in the same world as Venom. Because even if mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hardy's was in the MCU briefly, uh, it, it still doesn't negate the fact that he was in that universe. And they yeah. even mentioned they're like, oh, we haven't seen anything this crazy. Uh, since what happened in San Francisco, which I'm guessing is what happened in Let There Be Carnage with the whole right. carnage, yeah. carnage of it all. So, yeah, I, I'm very curious to see how they explain that. And what we see from the second after credit scene is it's the multiverse isn't fixed. <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's definitely some shit still <laughs> right. going on, which, again, right. uh, let's finish up this movie before we get yeah. into that. But question yeah, for you I, guys. I don't know how that's going to how that's going to go yet. Question for y'all. Um, I imagine all of you are much more comic book savvy than I am when Dr. Strange is opening or trying to hold, you know, the multiverse together basically. And you start seeing people in the sky. Did you guys recognize any of those figures? Did, did anything jump out at y'all? Craven yeah. and Rhino. 
Rhino. And it's, I guess there was a oh. scorpion. There was yeah, scorpion. And I guess too? there was a black. There saw was a scorpion. Black, yep. Someone else mentioned in the in the in our Discord that there was they saw a black cat. Uh, oh, someone, nice. Someone nice. also mentioned that they saw the Watcher's eyes, which I didn't see. Oh, but what? It makes sense. That'd be cool. that would be crazy. <laughs> makes sense. That would be awesome. Damn. Time to oh, watch I'm glad Rockstar's breakdown. I watched like the first. <laughs> I watched the first 15 minutes of it, so I didn't get that far into the movie because it's a 40 minute long breakdown, which makes sense. Um, wow. He mentioned in the first one when when Strange is casting the spell that he thought that he saw Doc Ock in it. I thought I saw Venom in it in the first one. Mm-hmm. But oh. uh, so I don't know because there's like a big creature you see in one of like the little corners, and I was like, it looks kind of looks like Venom. Because I was, when in the second viewing, I was really trying to look and see if I could mm-hmm. see one. I was like, same. What's in there? But it's really hard <laughs> to, to make out, honestly. So I guess I guess I'll uh, finish that one and see if New Rockstar's bringing brings up anyone else at the end that all of us fucking missed somehow. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I I don't know who else was coming through other than the ones we mentioned. That's, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I, would, I would have to watch it again, do some freeze frame action to see yeah. like what's yeah, yeah. Pick out. <laughs> yeah. The, Jimmy Kimmel in the MCU. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he was supposed to be the one that hit Lizard. <laughs> they, lo- they lied yeah. to us again. Yeah, I do. Damn it! I do love that that played out exactly like we thought. Also, yeah. with that, yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like Feige was like, whoever cut that Brazilian trailer, fuck you, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> the same man. Talk about dropping the ball on that one too. It's yeah. like, what yeah, yeah. I mean, we all kind of figured like, okay, it's Tom going against three people that they're probably in that scene, right? Yeah. But then when you yeah. see Lizard get you know nailed by nothing, it's kind by of nothing. Like, well, it's like. There it is. The kick <laughs> that Andrew gives the lizard is so cool because he it like is. it's he, like a flippy kick, right? He flips, holds yeah. his own leg, and then uses the momentum of the release to just wreck him. Oh, yeah. so tight. I can't wait to rewatch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> so so we get all of this amazing fight. We get the culmination of the fight between Tom Holland and Willem Dafoe. Everything with the Peters. And then we get the moment where Tom has to say his goodbyes because oh. he's so the only make, way they can fix it yeah. is is yep. that everyone forgets that Peter Parker ever existed, which Dude. I'm going to assume that means that the other Peter Parkers also do not forget about Peter Parker because they would then forget themselves because Tom didn't forget mm-hmm. himself. True. Yeah. Yes. True. So that yeah, means the so other. There's remember, no way yeah. they could either. Kay. Yeah. And yeah. so the my so my only concern with that whole thing is and this is kind of one of those plot holes i wanted to talk about is that it was all about everyone in the multiverse forgetting peter parker was spider-man or forgetting about peter parker and yes. so does that mean that mj from mcguire's universe forgets peter parker it's possible it probably yeah i don't know because, yeah that's actually a really good point because it's it's not it's not forget peter parker as spider-man it's forget peter parker period for Exists. and for andrew yeah. garfield that doesn't really matter because he doesn't really have anyone no. that we've seen but right. we just learned that he worked that Maguire worked out his stuff with MJ, and now everyone forgets that Peter Parker exists. Right. Consequences. Could, could give him a fresh. It could give him a fresh start with MJ too, though. It it could. But then yeah, could. the the other problem with all this is now all of their careers, whatever they had, are gone because they don't exist. Because we right. see at the end of this film that Tom Holland has his GED book because that means he never finishes school. Like yeah. so, he has to get no. his GED to start. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. So does that mean that their careers are completely wiped too? Yeah, maybe. That's a good point. 
Yeah, that is. A good I did point. not think that far into it. <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah, how, how, how does it affect the larger, the larger multiverse? Yeah. Well, I mean, also too, I guess because like you think about them forgetting Peter Parker, but Spider-Man's still there. So yes. I was just thinking in terms of in the movie. So like Doc, uh, not Doc, uh, Doctor Strange, MJ, and Ned are there after the spell gets cast. Like I almost want to see the aftermath of that because it's like. Do they know why they're there and what they were doing and what just happened? Or do they're they... probably just mad confused. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. so like that's that's kind of my other yeah. not it's not so much a plot hole, but just the question. Like, yeah. like, so what's the aftermath of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, f- I feel you like see a little bit of it with, with the coffee shop scene, but not mm-hmm. directly. Yeah, yeah, you still that they're still friends and everything like that. And also uh, part of that new Rockstar's breakdown that he pointed out, there's a bunch of photos that you see in the beginning of the movie in mj's room and i think one that has to do with something with ned but it's a picture of ned and mj at homecoming that peter is not in because obviously he wasn't at homecoming Ooh, but it's also uh, like foreshadowing for the end of the movie mm, that true. it's going to be those two by themselves without peter interesting like, fuck man well i guess that, that would be the other <laughs> question too is like does ned and mj not have any photos of them with peter as well like would they not like look who the fuck is this guy like that'd be, that'd be, that'd be another another <laughs> yeah. like lo- lo- like lo- yeah. logistical question of like does he maybe get erased from the photos? Maybe, yeah. like I think so. Probably magic, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like magic, yeah. yeah. The the way I like kind of think about this is the fact that all of them still had interactions with Spider Man, and so they Spider-Man. they remember their interactions with Spider Man, mm-hmm. right? And then basically everything else just kind of fills in the blanks. So like how our how our brains just fill in blanks when we don't understand something. Mm-hmm. So a, a thing that I can go on with that is everyone wearing masks now. Like your brain fills in the rest of an individual's face, oh, and so when they take right. off their masks, you're like, "What the? I did not expect you to look like that <laughs> yeah, whatsoever." Yeah. <laughs> and so, basically, in their memories, what it's doing is it's trying to make sense of those gaps, and so it's right. filling it in with whatever makes the most sense for them. Interesting. Which will also play into some things not making so much sense because MJ's like, "I'm going to figure it out, even if you don't come and find me. Like, I'm going to yeah. figure this out." Which right. I could for sure see happening with MJ as a character. Well, you, even at the end in, in the coffee shop with that interaction between them and they're right, right before he says goodbye, like there's that long pause with him when they're just looking at each other and Tom's eyes are welting up. She's confused, but kind of understanding like like this feels familiar to me. Like you could just tell that just on that level without them saying anything that she recognizes him in some capacity. So mm-hmm. eventually it's going to get to that point. But I just, I yeah. love just that, that specific moment between them two was, was beautiful. And she still has really, her really broken good. necklace. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. The black yeah, Dahlia. Yeah. That, yep. that moment, that moment was very eternal sunshine to me. Of, mm-hmm. you yes. know, they had the memory erased, but she's still something that there's something about you that makes me like drawn to you. Like, even him finishing the disappointment line for her and stuff like that. And she's like, how would he know that? You know, right? Yeah. It, it was, uh, it was very, very well done. That scene was amazing. It was so yeah. beautiful. Like you know, and it, it, the big, the big clincher for that scene was him seeing the band aid, but you know, her getting cut from that that mm-hmm. final battle, and that that was like almost the deciding factor for him, where he's like, I got to stay out of this. I know I promised her, but it's better yeah. if I stay out of their lives so they're safe. Yep. You know, the ultimate they get Peter their fresh Parker. start. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Seriously, the ultimate Peter yeah. Parker thing to do. Yeah, sacrificing anything with himself to make sure the people he loves are safe. Jumping back to the Statue of Liberty for just a second, I loved how Strange didn't want to cast that spell. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. was pushing yeah. back against Peter, and Peter, you know, made the decision that would save the the multiverse, and was like, "No, we have to do this." And just the respect shared between the two of them. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, earlier in the film, Strange is talking about, you know, sometimes I forget you're still just a kid. And this is yeah. the moment where I feel like Tom really becomes a man, like straight up. up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I, I loved that, and then um, obviously we we can't not talk about the goodbye between Peter, Ned, and MJ. Whoa, oh. <sighs> rough, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like Ned, oh, Ned's doing. about to lose his best friend. Yes, like, yeah. And and then even the uh, I love you, Peter. And then he goes to say it, and she, and she's like, "No, see it the next time you see me." Yeah, and we know we didn't get that. You know, right. at least not for a while. I mean, I'm sure that'll be a big mm-hmm. payoff later down the line, but mm-hmm. oh, yeah. dude. 100%. Zendaya's dude. acting in that scene, man. Oh, she, my God. She kills it in this movie. She yeah. crushes yes, it. She does. She yeah. does. You know, and, and it's funny, too, because I wasn't sold on her as MJ from the start. But mm-hmm. then, you know, over the course of Far From Home and now in this movie, she just becomes part of the crew. And then at the end, she just completely just sells you on her role. Yep you know, what she's playing and her acting was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, another thing to go along with how things can be different. Cause so many people were upset with her being MJ because they're like, she's not Mary Jane Watson. Right. Yeah. She's not Mary Jane Watson. She's not Mary Jane she's Watson. Michelle, she's Michelle Jones, Jones Watson. Jones. <laughs> right. right. And, and so it, it works so well. Cause she's her own character. This isn't, this isn't like taking MJ from the comics and making her, she's her own thing and she yes. can be whoever she wants to be, which is beautiful. And, and kind of just picking up on what Chris mentioned before about the interaction between Dr. Strange and Tom Holland uh, of that respect level that they have for one another because Dr. Strange doesn't want to cast that spell. And he's like, everyone that loves and cares about you will forget that you exist. He's like, we will forget you. So like he, uh. he drops the line because he catches himself to he's like, we, and then he stops for a second. And he's like realizing how much he cares about Peter because yep. they've been yes. through right. so much together. I just got goosebumps, yeah. Lance. Yeah. You're just like, gosh, yeah. dang it, Benedict Cumberbatch and your yeah. amazing line <laughs> delivery. <laughs> he even gets like emotional while he's saying it. And he's he like, does. Yeah, see you later, kid. And right. I'm like, yo. Oh. Well, and then he also says too, like, like you know, uh, because he had that whole thing and the thing where he's like, call me sir, call me Steven. At the mm-hmm. end, he's like, no, call me Steven. Hey, Steven. Like, yeah. Know, we're on that weird. level now. Yeah. <laughs> Still Still <feels> <laughs> the, the thing too is like at any point, Tom can show up as Spider-Man, take off the mask and be like, hey, I'm Peter. This might happen. He can go to Doctor Strange because everyone yeah. still remembers Spider-Man. They, right, they know right. they've had those experiences. He was part of the Civil War. He was part of all the fights. Like he was there. Yeah. Right. And so he at any point he can do it. But the question is, is he going to? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like he's going to hold off on it until we get another kind of. It, it needs to be this like big team up thing. And mm-hmm. he, maybe even that he just shows up and he's like, Hey, I'm Spider-Man. I'm here to help or something. And he, maybe he doesn't, maybe he's more reserved to share who he is. Cause right. kind of from the jump, Tony Stark knew who he was. Cause he figured it out because he's Tony Stark. Of course he figured it out. Um, but there's not a lot of people around like that, that can just like figure it out that easily. And obviously, I think he's going to be a lot more careful this time around with getting a clean slate of no one knowing who he is that, you know, he's probably going to try and be a lot more careful. Like we saw like we're seeing in Hawkeye right now that not a lot of people knew who that Hawkeye was Ronan, you know, right. Kept it real close to the chest, real close to the best. Like some of the Avengers, obviously, Nat knows his wife knows now Kate knows and Val somehow knew. And, you know, he revealed himself to Maya and stuff like that. But it's like kind of like a short like group of people that know who he is and the dude seemingly murdered a lot of fucking people so that's like a pretty 
wild thing to think about. So I, I, I could easily see that Spider-Man will be a lot more reserved in being like, oh, yeah, I'm actually Peter Parker, blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. it, it'll be interesting to see how that works in with the Avengers of it all later down the line with him being involved in that stuff, because I'm sure he will be. I don't see why he wouldn't. You know, right. Val is kind of like uh, like new Nick Fury, in my opinion. Like if she's figuring out that Hawkeye is Ronan, like she has some the serious... evil one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Come sure. on, yeah. Thunderbolts. Yeah. Come on, oh, yeah. Thunderbolts. <laughs> Come on. My 9.8 oh. Hulk book with their first appearance <laughs> yes. about to skyrocket in value. Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, oh, that was a, the Nick Fury line when he's getting interrogated by Damage Control. And the, when he goes, Nick Fury hasn't been on World for over a year. And, and Peter going, what? He's like, he's like what? Yeah. I was like, that is such a smart line. Yeah, that yeah. is delivered. That that is completely overlooked with everything else that happens. Mash te- when Mash and I were talking about this, he he said like the best thing. He's like when the Daredevil reveal is one of the smallest things about this movie, <laughs> and I'm like, you forget, yeah. you forget about <laughs> it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you're not wrong. Like, <laughs> it's nuts. Um, all right, is there anything else you guys want to talk about with this movie oh, before we move on? Ha- I mean, I, happy, I know there's so much happy, more, but the, yeah, the yeah. happy moment. Uh, oh, that I cried made. at that yeah. part too. Yeah, just. You know, like, how'd you know her? And, and he's like, oh, yeah, he doesn't know who I am, pretty much. And he's like, yeah, I met her through Spider-Man. And him not, like, he easily could have been like, hey, I was I was friends with Tony, too. And even that line of him being like, this, I lost a friend not too yes. long ago, and this feels like this. And I'm oh. like, you're fucking right, it feels like this. Like, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yes. God damn it, Marvel. You know, I was like, they, they, had, they had to add that, you know, they put the dagger in, and then they just turn it, you know? I was like, yep. oh, man, this is a smart line, but it's so sad. Like, this movie is so sad. It's really it is. sad. It is. It, like, th- this movie feels like I just read a 26 issue epic of a spider-man <laughs> comic book and yeah. at the end it was unbelievably sad but so hopeful the, the hope you feel yeah. at the end of this film is palpable because we're to the point now where damage control took all of peter's tech like they they show yeah. him taking the glasses they show them taking his uh the container that recharges the nanites for yep. his yep. iron spider suit and yep. so he he still has his mask, but at the end of the film, you see him sewing together yes. his, his suit. And yeah. we, we are legitimately getting that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man now. He is like, he is the Spider-Man that I've been hoping that he would be throughout the yep. other two films. And, and don't get me wrong. I love Tom Holland as Peter Parker. I love him as Spider-Man. But this, the way this movie ends feels like he is cemented as the peter parker like he is the spider-man and i love it so much i I just wish the only thing i wish is that his suit at the end looked like a combination of the three suits together i i wish what i thought at first i thought at first yeah and and then i saw a clear picture of it and i was like all right it's more Mm -hmm. it's more like own like custom like classic design but yeah like the if he meshed all those together that would have been amazing if you saw it definitely seems like he has the 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 symbol like like andrew it's more like andrew and toby's toby's now like the i love someone posted a Someone yeah. posted a comic panel, and it's like literally yeah. from the comics. Mm-hmm. It is shiny, though. It is it shiny. Is shiny. Like, I love like, it. It is shiny. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Andrews. Yeah. It, it, is, it, is, it is a bit shiny. If it had the they... darker web lines, that would have been the Toby oh. thing. Yes. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's kind of hard because they, they show it to you, but not. They do it in a way where it's like, you know, it's all in motion or like you only mm-hmm. see a piece of it. And I thought that was really cool, like well mm-hmm. done. 
it is interesting that this definitely takes place at the same time as Hawkeye. You know, mm-hmm. like it ends at the same place like Hawkeye is happening. It does I, I think so. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to hype up Hawkeye, but does does Tom Holland make a cameo? In that? Dude, <laughs> I don't. Oh my think so. god! I don't Man, think so either. I don't happened, think so either. There's no way. No. There's if no that way. That happened. Woof. I mean, there's yeah. already kind of a lot going in Hawkeye, but it's there is. It'd be it'd be it'd, it'd be too thing. much. But yeah, but like, it would be what? it'd be awesome. <laughs> don't give me hope. They're like Hawkeye. They're like Hawkeye is the greatest TV show of all time. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, it would definitely cement it with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah when, absolutely. When you all go back for a rewatch, the very last like panel of the film when Peter dives down at the camera, let me nice. know if you feel like there's a little bit of the Into the Spider-Verse animated look to it because for a second, it looks like the like all of the Kirby dots and everything that they show in Into the Spider-Verse. Oh. Yeah. It, 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 and it was like really random. I was like, wow, that's a really cool shot. Wait, what a second. What was that? And it's very right. brief. And I could- It's like, it's I, like, yeah. And I could be completely wrong and I probably am wrong, but I want you all to watch it again and watch that last frame and just to see what you think mm-hmm. of it because they definitely do as he's flying in straight towards the camera even when he goes through it it's just close up on his face it shows it looks like it, they do an, another light shot of just the eyes yes like right after. they I do notice they do it. yeah and, yeah it's, it's it's definitely it fills the frame and, and like you said it's literally just one frame so it happens yeah, like, so quick and, and it almost looks animated it's like you mm-hmm. said it does look yeah. like, like either a kong panel or something into the spider spider verse-esque i'll oblige i hope you, i kind of hope he's in it I'll oblige you, Lance, and I'll see it again just because you, you wanted me to. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess I if I had to twist arm. your arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll um, go see the best movie ever again. Oh, <laughs> damn. The only other thing that I feel like we just have to mention super briefly before we get into the post credits is the Palpatine Lego. i love it i love it so much you know it's just another nod to his friendship with ned and you know remembering the the people that he loves that you know he's made the sacrifice to protect you know it's again devil's in the details mephisto's in the details and it's just (laughs) so well done i i just loved it i was like yes i will say two two great memes have come from that Someone posted the shot of that, and they said somehow Palpatine returned. Yes. Very hard. <laughs> and then uh, uh, another one where they posted that shot, and they said uh, John Watts did Palpatine better than J.J. Abrams. And I was like, damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I was like, rough. <laughs> that was that was good though. Yeah, that was a really nice touch. Uh, him saying the little Palpatine thing. Also, shout out to Dumb E helping him rebuild it and then destroying it from uh, the Iron Man movies. Oh, yeah. I love that. I, oh, I love yeah. that Happy had him. I guess uh, uh, Dumb E was also helping pack up Avengers Tower and Homecoming. Which yep, I he was. Around. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Because <laughs> he had the pot and he was like moving it around and Happy's like, that costs more than you do. Do not break that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Poor Dumb E always getting, always getting yelled at by someone. Poor um. <laughs> All right, so so we uh we talked about the Venom post credit scene. Is there anything you guys want to go further with that, or are we kind of good on that? The, yeah, the only thing I'll say is he never like Eddie didn't know who Peter Parker was, and he also doesn't mm-hmm. even know who Spider Man is. So I don't understand why he was brought into the universe. So I saw someone do a video on that about how the post credit scene for Venom Let There Be Carnage, yes. the Venom symbiote talks about how the hive mind. Bi- Billion, yeah, the hive mind, billions okay. of years of knowledge. So, and now that these universes are connected, you have the Venom from Spider-Man Three, who knows Peter Parker. It's Peter Parker, yeah. 
okay. hive mind connection. So it, that that could be it there. That's, I like it. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like that theory a lot. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm all for hive yeah. mind because that means <laughs> Noel is probably coming, bro. That's yeah. like that's the, that is the run that got me super into comics. So if they bring Nolan, I am going to be losing my fucking shit. Like I, I'll be like, fuck yeah, and everyone else around me be like, who the fuck is this? Weird? <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, and I don't care. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> Quick plug for the episode me and Lance did on comic book keepers where we yes. covered Carnage and we dove oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, deep yeah, yeah, yeah. into Null. So if you if yeah. you're into Carnage and Venom and Spider Man, which everyone is, it seems like. Uh, <laughs> Check that episode out. Thanks that for the promotion, was, Chris. That episode was amazing. I, I was losing it when you guys were covering the the Kate's the Kate's run and Absolute Carnage and all that stuff. I was very yeah. stoked. I love that. I love that run. That's I so I literally have a, a shelf over here that has almost there's a new pop that came out that I haven't bought, but it has every pop related to the Kate's run. Yes, Ooh. I wow. love that run so much. So good. Awesome. I love it. I love 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 it. <laughs> love it. But yeah, it's it, I guess this brings back to like the multiverse of it all with this thing. So we see uh Tom Hardy go back. And also shout out to the actor who played the bartender. He's Yes. Um, Ted he's from his life. <laughs> yes. So, uh someone someone posted um a gif of it in the group and it was like a spoiler without being a spoiler and they posted like me after watching spider-man no way home and it was like mucho mucho joy <laughs> spider-man is life <laughs> the, uh, as soon as he popped up i was like he's from ted lasso and sam's like, <laughs> I was like yes. the, the crossover I was so we never knew we wanted <laughs> yeah straight up dude yeah i was so stoked um but and then when we get to the second one we kind of see that things are still messed up and something that and we kind of knew the next movie is called Multiverse of Madness. Obviously, things are fucked up. So it's like a combination of a thing I saw new rock stars talk about and then a thing that Kevin Feige said in an interview. Because Kevin Feige basically said that, hey, the things that are possible to happen in this movie are because of what happened in the season finale of Loki when Sylvie uh, you know, killed He Remains and unleashed the multiverse into, you know, he, he separated the sec- sacred timeline from all the other universes and now it's all... They're all fucking floating in time <laughs> space and they're all everything can be fucked up now. Right. And so New Rockstar was pointed out, which is, is very, very smart, and it's so true. Pretty much everything Doctor Strange has done since he's become a sorcerer has been something that probably fucked up like the time space reality kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. in the first one, he does the thing with Dormammu with the time loop. I'm sure that fucks up a lot of stuff in Infinity War. He does, you know, the time loop to him to see the 14 million whatever possibilities of how they can win. Him, him even knowing that they're going to do the time heist, which definitely fucks shit up. There's no way it didn't. Um, you know, with like Gamora coming back, with them killing a Thanos from the past in the present time. Like it definitely, with their mm. rules that they have set about creating branch timelines, they definitely created a fuckload of branch timelines from that movie alone. And and then, in, even in this movie, him, the spell definitely mess shit up <laughs> like yeah. there's no way it didn't so i think what he did and even casting the spell that made everyone forget about peter parker existing i think it was just a band-aid for what's to come and, mm-hmm. and it, it definitely seems that way when we get the second post-credit scene and everything like that i'm just curious we talked about the morbius thing of how like the trailer is very misleading with the different universes of spider-man of where it really takes place very confusing and i think they might have done that just on purpose but the the big red herring of it all is Vulture being in that universe. That doesn't make any sense. Like, how the fuck would he be there, unless it somehow takes place within 
the time frame that this takes place, I guess, but that wouldn't really make sense because why is he in that universe and not in, you know, like why would Vulture go to that universe? He does know who that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, but why would he transfer to another universe? And the Flash really movie. No. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. also, yeah. <laughs> Good one. That was a funny note that Flash's book is called Flashpoint, which is yeah. obviously Flashpoint. It's yeah. a very, very similar story to what happened in this. Um, that I, I, I like geeked out when I saw. I was like, "Holy shit!" They named it Flashpoint. Wow. Uh, <laughs> like a Malcolm Universe confirmation, Marvel DC yeah. crossover. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Tom Dude, Taylor, if, write it up. Only. Yeah, make it happen, bro. You and Kate uh, team up. Do it up. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, so it, it's it's confusing, and I, I I don't even know if Morbius will answer any of those questions. I don't think it's even, going to, to be honest. When they when they released the clip, he was even he introduced the clip when like the um the villains tale came out for No Way Home and the Spider Verse first look came out. He introduced that clip, um, which honestly the effects in Morbius look honestly unbelievable, which is so cool to amazing. say. Um, but he he kind of goes, he goes, oh, the multiverse is open, and that means things can get more sinister. And I was like, ah, obviously you're teasing to a future Sinister Six thing, but. I don't know how they're going to do the Sony into the MCU thing, if they're going to keep them completely separate. You know, I, I just think the end credit scene with Venom was just to get the black suit, like we already talked about mm-hmm. before, to, to get to get the symbiote in the MCU. Right. Instead of, you know, he already went to space. Obviously, Tom Holland's probably not going to go to space for a long time. It's, it's probably going to be him in New York. So it's probably going to find its way to New York somehow, whether we get a, a variant Eddie Brock or something else, or it just attaches to Tom. It remains to be seen. Um, so yeah, I don't know how they're really gonna tie that up with the Sony to MCU of it all, the separate Sony verse to the MCU verse. I don't really know if they're gonna actually collide like we kind of thought. I am very happy that they have kept Tom Holland in the MCU. It's definitely very clear that he is staying there, which mm-hmm. I love. I, I was I know a lot of people were scared about that. So I don't know. I don't I don't really know, but it definitely seems like with the Doctor Strange stuff, and once we start talking about the second after credit scene, is that definitely the multiverse is not fixed and there's definitely stuff mm-hmm. that's been leading to stuff getting messed up and um the answer to everyone's question of who broke the multiverse well it seems like kind of everyone but mostly yeah. sylvie <laughs> yeah basically mostly sylvie <laughs> mostly sylvie um well i mean if you guys want to jump into dr strange and the multiverse of madness uh just the little teaser that we got um i loved everything i saw i loved how dark it looked uh the effects yeah. looked awesome but i do agree with the whole misdirection thing uh wanda's the villain in in this story i i I, 150 percent don't sell me on this bullshit that it's a very it's another doctor strange which i'm assuming it's the one from what if it has to be right yeah right yes i would think that's the doctor strange from what if but it's definitely wanda wanda i think is is fucking up whatever is going on in this movie um and i kind of i'm I'm just excited like i don't really know what to expect i i mean i'm with you sean (laughs) i saw i saw some of the possible cameos that might be in this film and it just it's it's insane like it's 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 I can't, insane <laughs> i can't imagine what they're gonna do if, if any of those cameos are true um obviously i don't want to spoil anything here but uh yeah yeah it's uh i mean what'd you guys what'd you guys think of it i was blown away by the fact that it wasn't an end credit scene it was a yes. trailer it was Dude, a trailer a whole ass <laughs> trailer yes Chris, go ahead. That's all I wanted to say about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I, I was sitting here like for the past 10 minutes, just thinking to myself, like when we get to Multiverse of Madness, my biggest thought is they gave us a whole ass trailer at the end of Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
it looks awesome. We obviously get uh, who is the villain? Well, he becomes the villain at the end of Doctor Strange War. Mordo. Mordo. Yeah. Mordo, yeah. We, we get him back with a sick hairdo. Um, <laughs> we've got, you know, Wanda post Westview. Um, I'm really, like you said, Nick, I, I don't know what to expect, but I'm really, really looking forward to this. I think that the visuals of this film alone are going to be insanely amazing. Um, yeah. And so like, I very much am looking forward to that. That's one of my favorite things about anytime Dr. Strange is involved. I think they do a great job with all of the special effects and everything. Um, but yeah, I hope we get some crazy, I would love some like Cthulhu monster beasts, fight we got one like, yeah I'm, I, yeah i'm all i'm all in on that i think that's awesome um and yeah i wonder where wong fits in on this because you know the sorcerer supreme is not just gonna step out on if there's yeah. like a legitimate threat to existence right um and i did notice who was the did you guys know who the girl was that was with wanda when they came through the doorway while they were like mm-hmm. floating in the in the ether yeah. who was that American Chavez, American Chavez, uh, Miss America. Yeah, she's a young Avenger. She can basically create portals between the multiverse. Oh wow! Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're gonna get really some cool new character. characters. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be all bets are off at this point. No way yeah. home has blown yes. the doors <laughs> wide open. Uh, I I think that Marvel is about to hit its stride again. You know it. Not to say that the past couple of movies haven't been awesome because I enjoyed them all in their own right, especially Shang-Chi. But I really yes. feel like they're about to, you know, just get right back to where they were when we were, you know, building up to Infinity War. Um, and, and that gives me a lot of hope. My, my co-host Trent, you know, one of his big things is there's not enough existential threats at this point. There's no Thanoses. And uh, I know Sean has to start with over. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we coming. Gotta, we it's coming. Can't... We're laying the foundation. Yeah, you need some you need some foreplay, bro. You don't right. <laughs> You gotta build it up. Like that's what I saw people complaining about Hawkeye and being like, it's not big enough. And I'm like, no, you need these small stories because if everything is big, nothing will feel big. Right. Yes. You, you need like and even with WandaVision, some people kind of disappointed with the finale and it being not, not being this multiversal breaking thing or whatever. I'm like, yo, this is the first thing we get in phase four. I was like, we're starting from square one. Like we're back at Iron Man, basically. You know what I mean? We just have more shit to play with and more shit to reference and more shit to build off of. But like we're starting over, basically. This is the beginning of a whole new era, a new saga, as they're calling it. You know what I mean? This is the multiverse saga. Right. So it's like we're starting, we're building up because a lot of people are like, I wonder if Marvel even knows what they're doing anymore. Like everything kind of seems all over the place. And I was like, yeah, because they're planting seeds in different. Like they're building the grounded universe. They're building the magical universe. They're building the multiversal stuff. They're building the space stuff. It's like they're kind of going out all in different directions. So eventually, when it all comes together, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, right, this all makes sense." Like these people aren't stupid. They built the biggest franchise of all time. Like no one has done anything like the MCU. No one ever will. It's impossible. There's no way anyone can ever do anything like they're doing. Star Wars, I guess, is like a close second because they have the shows now. But still, they're mm-hmm. they're at a fraction to what Marvel's done. And they've done it with more kind of, I guess, fan success of like fan satisfaction or people liking everything that's been put out. Obviously, Star Wars is on a, an uptick with the TV shows. Everyone's like a big fan of those. But it's this what they're doing is is you cannot replicate this. Other people have tried and they've failed because you can't. Most of it happened kind of by accident. 
You know, it's it's not like they planned to do this from the jump. It kind of just all fell together, and then they got to a point where they could do this. They can take risks. They can do whatever the fuck they want because they've built that loyalty over a decade. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's and I do agree, Chris, that this movie is going to be insane. Even one of the scenes, uh, it's like everything is upside down and like bleeding. It looked like what happened at the end of that what if episode where everything was kind of melting like inky. It looked yes. the same way like that, like a like a universe was collapsing on itself like it did in that episode um i I did see some people saying i don't think it's the what if from dr strange and we might get multiple dr stranges which is also very possible uh i would kind of because he was wearing kind of different stuff but who what does it really matter if he's wearing something different i guess yeah and i did see we do get one cthulhu monster and i think it's gargantos is what the shimagora came out because there's like a lego set and it said gargantos but they kind of look the same too. So they're both a, weird tentacle monsters. Right? A lot, yeah. A lot of people are saying it's Shimagorath. Yeah, which either way, that's fucking cool. Weird, more weird mm-hmm. spaceship, basically. Love and that. I think there was a scene. I think there was a scene where Wanda was sucking up monsters, like Doctor Strange in that What If episode. I think there was a scene like that. Oh, I didn't notice that. Like of her absorbing. I think I saw that in the second one because obviously, okay. like even a lot happens in this teaser. Like it's just kind of like they're just like. The, my second time, people were like around. I went by myself, but people around me were like, "Oh, is there like another after credit scene?" I like turned to the group of dudes next to me. I was like, "The second one is way more than after credit scene." That's all I'm gonna say. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, okay. And then it started happening. And everyone's like, oh shit. Yeah. Also, half the theater left, which after the first one, idiots. Wow. But yeah. Wow. Those fools. Have they never seen a Marvel movie? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Come on. Apparently not, man. There's I, always I at least know. two. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what, I'll, what I'll say, kind of going off of what Sean just said, as far as what Marvel has been able to create over all these years, and then the close second is like is uh, Star Wars, kind of with their new television shows. What's at the epicenter of both of those? John Favreau. Uh, or Di- oh, ooh, yeah. I was gonna say Disney, but yeah, I guess John Favreau was even closer to that. Yeah, Favreau. You're right. Favreau, Fa- Favreau is is the guy, man. I, I don't. Like obviously Imagine. he gets he gets a ton of credit, but he really is the godfather of the MCU. And then even mm-hmm. with Star Wars, him and Dave Filoni, like what they're building over there and what we're leading to, Ooh. it's just insane, Dude. man. And it's all the for all the respect to Favreau, man. He's he's the fucking man. He's he's oh, a nerd so that is giving nerds what they want. <laughs> yeah, yes, True. exactly. It's so funny because the first time him and Feige worked together was Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Daredevil, yeah. <laughs> which which and we're, look at him now. Multiverse, multiverse. Can we get? Ben Affleck's Matt Murdock in here now, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I will take no. it. I will take please it. No. Honestly, dude, they, take, they can do no wrong. Please no. Just, just take out, take out the stupid <laughs> little uh, jungle gym fight. The scene playground between him fight. And Electra, <laughs> and I enjoy that Daredevil movie. I enjoy it. It's not it, good. It, it, it has its I own place it. in time. It's the that's yes. the early two thousand yes, yes. superhero film that you yeah. can have fun watching. Yes, we yeah. had to, we yeah. had to stumble before we could run. Yes, yeah. Venom would have fit in perfectly during that time frame. If those two Venom movies had chopped <laughs> yes. around, then it would have been Venom, literally yeah. Venom really is an early 2000s superhero. Straight film. up. It really yeah. is. It, it, it yeah. really is. It feels so much like that. And yeah. I, I guess there was like another note with one of the first movies Feige worked on was X-Men. And uh, X-Men 1, also the climax was at Statue of Liberty. And this movie was the first one that kind of revisited the Statue of Liberty like it did in like a kind of climactic end ending mm-hmm. of a movie which was really cool it's it's like this movie as much as it was fr- full circle for us it's also full circle for kevin foggy he was a producer on all the raimi movies so like him being able to come back and 
work with all these villains and and Toby and bring them back into this must be so fucking cool for him. Yeah, you know. What I, I mean? also like, think that that's, that's, that's wild. That's probably why the movie worked as well as it did too, because you had Feige yeah. who just had all this knowledge from working on all these different movies, and he was able to just really like put it all together. I'm not taking away credit from any of the writers or or, or John no. Watts or anything like that, but but Feige really is the architect of everything. Like he just knows exactly yeah. how all these pieces are going to fit, how it should play out, and that's why the MCU has been as successful as it has. The the thing that I find so interesting is that for so long, a lot of these superhero films, it was this big pushback of doing fan service. It was, no, we're going to tell this story the way we imagine it. But there's the balance. You can tell the story that you want, but if you give people the things that will blow their mind, the things that we talk about in these discussions, we, we're like, how cool would it be if like Cap got the hammer and then started like, we saw that right. it's all yeah. these things yeah. that are yeah. wacky and crazy. And we talk about with our friends and family that we're like, Oh, it would be so cool if this or that happened in these movies. We're, we're getting to the point where they're like, Hey, let's actually, let's give them this one. Let's, let's throw this one in there, which makes yep. it so exciting. Cause it's like, Anything can happen in any of these movies now. There there are no rules. It's, yeah. The script has been, like, the frame of all these movies has been thrown out the window. We can see mm-hmm. anything. So every time we go to the movie theater now, it's this excitement of, like, what are they going to give us this time? Right. True. Yeah. So it, it's not even just, like, kind of just fan service to be fan service. Most of it is very earned. You know, it's not just like, hey, we're giving you what you want. It's like, we're giving you what you want, but there's meaning behind it. Right. And yes. they, do, they they tell their own story on top of it, too. So mm-hmm. it's not just, uh, you know, blowing your load with fan service all over the right. place. It's like, hey, here's these awesome moments with awesome storytelling. And that's that's like the big difference. Like, that's why Endgame worked. That's why this movie worked, because they gave us the combination of both. It's, it's done very s- smart and very purposely. And not just there to give you something. Yeah, it's, it's, that that's what makes fan service work. Right, you can do fan service, and then you can do fan service that works. And and this is fan service that works. Hundred percent. And I guess that leads to the last. Unless you guys have anything else to say, that leads to what we have upcoming, right? So obviously, Multiverse of Madness. That's the next film, right? They mm-hmm. they push that forward. Um, and yeah, when in Morbius May. in May. Well, we, uh, we and then. Yeah, <laughs> I will say I am so excited for Morbius though. The visuals yeah. in those trailers looks good, look astounding. The way they're doing like the echolocation looks so mm-hmm. cool. And so I love him mean, as a character. Uh, did you mean Bat Radar? Uh, no, I mean, I mean what it actually is. <laughs> I, I, that line, I'm like, I hate it. Sonar? It, it's, it's because they, they, they're like trying to dumb it down because people because they want to be they want to hit everyone with it. So they're like, how many people are going to understand what echolocation is? And so because people in theater be like, what's echolocation? But it's like, but it's like if you if you ju- if they just say it and then they show it, you know you know what it is. You don't have to play down to your audience, which is something can, this movie didn't do. It doesn't yeah, dumb no, down. No. Just not hold yeah. your hands. Stop. They can, audiences Stop can wrap their head around uh, multiverse, but you know sonar might be a little bit too highbrow. <laughs> Every time we um, see the trailer, it's like say fucking sonar. Radar? <laughs> what is what? <laughs> Um, so it looks like is Miss Marvel slated to release around the same time as the Multiverse of Madness? No, I think Miss Marvel's coming in the fall. I think they had an interview with the producer talking about Disney oh, Plus, really? like the Disney Plus like slate and like what's coming out when. And I think Miss Marvel's mm-hmm. not coming out to the fall, which I was surprised because that I think is ready to go. And I thought that was coming like right after Hawkeye. 
but that mm-hmm. seems to not be the case. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're gonna get a break for a while, huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't know when the next um, like show is gonna. Is. Yeah, when the next series is gonna be mm-hmm. because Moon Knight we know is still mm-hmm. probably in post. She Hulk I think is I think is close to being done. I mean, if we saw anything yeah. from from those from those teasers that we got uh, on Disney Plus Day, um, I think She Hulk's probably gonna be the one that comes next. If I had to guess, what's mm-hmm. but when that's gonna maybe, be, I have no idea. Probably the summer, maybe. Maybe that'll be. Sp- Maybe that'll be spring or something. Spring, yeah. We get it before Doctor Strange or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Because that'd be another grounded one, probably, too. Yeah, and yeah. I'll probably d- mm-hmm. dive into some of the Hulk stuff, um, like post Endgame and everything like that. But I think it's mostly going to be like, you know, contained to where it is. And yeah. It, it, that'd be kind of cool because it'd probably give us more Daredevil or more yes. Matt Murdock. At yep. Least. Absolutely. Yeah, because Jennifer Walters is an attorney and Feige's already said that it's going to be very much based in her being an attorney. So, yep. If we right. get a case sense. where Jennifer Walters is going up against Matt Murdock on a case, like wow. if we get them in the courtroom, wow. going at so it. Yeah. Woo. I do think I know who might be a cameo in that show that is set up in this movie. So when Matt Murdock is talking about Happy, and he's like, you're going to need a really good lawyer. I thought Jennifer Walters could be his attorney. Oh, wow. God. I didn't even think about dude. that. That would that be would awesome. Dope that be, dude. <laughs> wow. As think, soon as he said, you need a really good lawyer, I was like, She-Hulk. <laughs> See, Make it is, happen. This is why we all need to talk more often, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, for the audience goes, we all talk to each other every single day. Every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> <laughs> and then what I got side 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 note here guys you yeah. guys are all really good looking dudes and I'm glad I'm friends with you Let's, I just want to say that oh yeah y'all are really smart very cool and very <laughs> sexy I've, 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 I've always wanted oh. brothers <laughs> I love you guys thank you <laughs> uh and then we got we got thor love and thunder which i'm really excited July, for after, right? uh yes after ragnarok i mean that's that gonna was, be insane whoo! man that's so good yeah. dude jane foster thor i am ready for yes. it bring on that run the whole thing with uh with with her medical Yo. issues they better yes involve that storyline because oh yeah it is coming in for sure it's so like captivating with that character it, it's unbelievable and i love the fact that there was an early early release poster which even taika was like that's fake like <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> like i wish <laughs> he said he said in the tweet i wish that was real because it's it's like horrible yeah. and then it was released that it was real and it was like uh, Marvel official, but that it just got sent out to people way too early. Right, right. Wow, it's so Yikes. good. The only the only thing I have for Thor: Love and Thunder is I, I keep hearing about how it's full on like like a Taika movie, which is could be a good thing and a bad thing because sometimes when directors get too much creative control, it can sort of go Fair. off the rails. So like I, like I hope it's not too out there and too wild, like you know, because like you think in your head that's going to be a good thing, but it could definitely e- could easily backfire. So I hope uh, that it one, is somewhat still contained a little bit. I, I, I totally agree because there's the one complaint I have about Ragnarok, and I love Ragnarok. I think it breathes such new life into into Thor, which was needed for sure. I don't hate Thor the Dark World, and I actually really like Thor 1, but still in the realm of MCU, they're, they're both kind of near – like Thor is probably like the bottom middle, but then Thor the Dark World is definitely near my bottom of the list of MCU. But I don't hate any MCU movie. I can rewatch any of them. Some I like rewatching more than others. But um, but the big thing with Ragnarok that 
that it's it's what you mentioned earlier, which I think Marvel has gotten amazingly better at, especially in phase four, pretty much since like Endgame, I think they've gotten good at letting you sit in, in the very serious moments. But that movie totally glosses over a ton of big impactful moments for Thor that's rectified in Infinity War. Yes. When he has that conversation with Rocket. Yes. But they mm-hmm. like his best friends killed, dad killed, whole fucking <laughs> reality gone, <laughs> completely destroyed. Yeah. And they're kind of just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's the thing. Like, like, Ragnarok is a full-blown comedy, and I do love it for that. But its placement, I think, in the timeline of the MCU isn't the best because it literally is the is the, the movie right before Infinity War when shit goes down. Yeah. And with the name Ragnarok, it's like it should have more of an impact than what the actual movie does. But if you look at it – I look, I, I try to look at it as its own thing. And with it being yes. its own thing, it's 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 one of my favorite MCU movies. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. It's a, I remember being blown away seeing that in theaters, and like, wow, this is this is really really amazing. Yeah, and even watching like Taika's stuff, like Jojo Rabbit stuff like that, that's a very funny movie. But it has very serious moments. It does. So so mm-hmm. I hope he does that in this movie because especially if they bring in Jane Foster's like health and shit like that, and if they're bringing in Gore the God Butcher, shit's about to get fucking real. Right. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Bale, yeah. About nothing about yeah Christian Rex. Bale playing yeah. that role is insane. Christian, like dude, it, it's utterly crazy and that that villain is fucking wild so <laughs> i know um, nothing about any of this so i'm so excited yeah. i'm just flying oh, chris, he is chris when you find crazy. out about gore the god butcher's weapon Woo! you are going to lose your mind <laughs> I can't he wait. is a wild ass villain dude and um uh. yeah <laughs> like it, that movie is gonna be it's, it seems like the next two movies are just gonna be bonkers as fuck yeah, I am interested to see because I think Wakanda Forever is supposed to be in the fall, right? Yeah, and like I yes. switch that. I wonder if they'll switch that and bring the Marvels to take place of Wakanda Forever because of all of the delays with 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 Matisse Wright. And yeah, like that. yeah. I, I, I wonder if they'll flip flop them. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. I, I could definitely see that too because I'm pretty sure the Marvels finished filming like a month ago, so they're already in post on that. So that could definitely be ready to yeah. go at the end of the year. I think if they needed it to. And it'd be perfect if they put Ms. Marvel and then that led right into the Marvels. You know what I mean? She's in yeah. the movie. Yep. So it, yep. it would be kinda it would be kinda cool that well, I think another thing that pushed them back is they had to do some reshoots, some normal reshoots on Miss Marvel, but mm-hmm. she was filming the Marvels, so she didn't she couldn't do that right, while doing right. that at the same time. Um but yeah, I, I'm interested to see what they do with Wakanda Forever. I kind of feel really bad for Ryan Cooler with all the obstacles. Dude, it's 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 so tough, man. And I'm so nervous about that movie, <laughs> but like he had basically has to take on this insane task of losing your yeah. main star and then trying to pick up the pieces and figure out where the story is going to go. So, I mean, we've, we've had discussions about this. I think most of us agree that they should at some point recast T'Challa. Cause I think there's so much more Eventually, story to yeah. tell with, mm-hmm. with this character. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's, it's just, it was on them to make the decision to keep moving forward with whatever story they wanted to tell in this. So I'm hoping for the best. I'm not, too too excited for it you know i think maybe it'll change after i see that first trailer um but i True. i've loved every ryan Kluger movie i've seen he's only done three so I, but all of them are great uh so i have all the faith in him to see like where he takes this so for it's it's mainly for him like i hope this works out for him because I'd, yeah. I'd hate to see like this backfire because marvel didn't want to push back black panther 2 any further right. you know what i mean mm-hmm yeah, yeah, and I want it to be really good for Chadwick too. Like yeah. that dude deserves yeah. it, it this deserves to be like a nice like dedication to him because mm-hmm. that, that dude was phenomenal. And I even have gripes with the first Black Panther movie. I do too. The the, the last fight scene is gross. It looks terrible. Yeah. But um <laughs> but I mean the movie's iconic and it was nominated for Best Picture, which is fucking awesome. And the cultural impact of that movie is undeniable. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing, and and I hope. I hope it kind of like begins in kind of like a dedication to him, like a like a funeral scene or something like that. That we see it's you know carrying on his legacy. And, and I, I even said when we were talking about the whole recast of child thing, I hope they wait a bit. But I, I would like it because someone said it and they're like, "We'll never recast this universe's T'Challa," which I think gives them with the multiverse of it all, they can bring in a different kind of T'Challa, which I which I think would be cool if they if they do it down the line a, l- a little bit yeah yeah mm-hmm. and they, it, and they, it, they it, bring it back because there is so much story to tell with mm-hmm. child that we barely even scratch the surface with yeah yep. it, it was unfortunate that they had it slated so quickly after like his passing yeah. yes because it, it rushed the conversation it didn't let us sit with the fact yeah. that we just lost not only an amazing actor but an incredible human being that yeah. when he was going through all of what, his own thing with cancer he was visiting kids in the hospital with cancer like, right that dude was a straight up hero. Yeah. Like that person mm-hmm. is amazing. And, and it forced that conversation of like, well, who's going to recast? It's like, can we just like take this in for a minute? Chill. The fact that we just <laughs> yeah. lost yeah. Yeah. A, a human being. And, and so I had wished they had just delayed it, like pushed it back. Like don't even get, don't even yeah. give it a release date. Like, no, yeah. Yeah. just, True. just set yeah. it to the side. Let it be its own thing. Let the cast like stew in it too, just because they just lost someone that they worked on a film for months with and have right. been around for years like yeah. let it sit and and we'll move on later down the line i i they do need to recast t'challa because that character is more important like you can't just lose that character t'challa is right. he stands for something that people need to see yep and mm-hmm. and he needs yeah. to be brought back whether they do it with like mbaku being the new black panther or if, but they they need to have t'challa come back they need mm-hmm. a T'Challa. Yeah. Right. I agree. And then we got what? Two more two more in 2022. We've got more Spider-Man. I know we're all hyped for this. Across Jeez. the Spider-Verse. Oh, that oh, teaser. Yes. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> <teaser>. <laughs> uh, we won't even spend too much time. No. Go watch the go watch the yeah. trailer. Just go watch it. It looks, it looks amazing. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, we're all stoked for it. There's no there's no yeah. shock about no, that. No, no. It looks awesome. It looks yeah. Whatever they have to do, give it to me. I don't care. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> After the first one, yeah, whatever you guys want. Yeah, I don't care. Just give it yeah. to me. <laughs> and then we're getting the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which Ooh, I think yes. I think that'll be really fun. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. That should be really fun, cool. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I so wonder if Thor will be in it. Oh, I a, hope that's so. A, that's they... a good question, yeah. I, just I guess saying... it depends what happens in the Thor movie. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we know I, the Guardians yes. are in it, but they're probably not in it a lot. Yes. No. Probably not. Yeah. I just want someone to start talking about as Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Again, yes, 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 yes. Because, yeah, I, I I do hope in the beginning of Thor, though, we get the Bowflex scene that that Star-Lord references. Because obviously we see that Thor is back in shape, so he's got mm-hmm. he's got some work to do. That boy's got some work to do. Right. <laughs> oh, he is to get back. jacked in those images they released. Because isn't he Dude. doing a Hulk oh Hogan? God. He's doing like a Hulk yeah, Hogan supposed to be, yeah. Oh. And so he yeah, is with, um, massive. Yeah. yeah, he's he's big. <laughs> he's a he's a big boy. <laughs> His arms make me depressed. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why? why? Save some creatine you know? for the rest of us, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Relax, bro. Dude, Jesus. Man's a unit. He is. Yeah, it's, it's like looking at the rock, and it's like. Can you chill? Like, God damn, relax. You you won, dude. <laughs> yeah, like we get, we get it. it. You're huge. <laughs> God, like why? 
Yeah, it's like when you think when you, once you think that uh, Chris Hemsworth can't get any more ripped, you're like, oh, I was wrong. I guess. Wow, it's insane. <laughs> okay. he's he's created, okay. He created new muscles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, Damn, bro. So I do hope we get that Bowflex scene of yes. him and Starlight working out together. That, I, I that, would lose my fucking. That would be awesome. That. that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that that's some fan service I need. Damn yeah. it! Give it to me, James Gunn. Give it to me. <laughs> I mean, after the Suicide Squad, seeing anything James Gunn's going to do, and I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Like, so excited. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited <laughs> for this uh, for this Peacemaker show. It's going to come out on HBO Max. Yeah. Yes. Like, that looks next awesome. Month. Yeah, next month. We're getting he is my stuff. favorite I mean, character from Suicide Squad, so I can't <laughs> wait. John Cena, John Cena, baby. Yeah. In, his, in, in full form in, in that, in that role. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, that Halloween special, is, it should be fun. He, apparently, he said there's going to be a big introduction Though oh. he kind of teased that it wasn't something really cool, it was just something that was really cool to him. Okay, so that's I don't know how to take that, but that could be anything. Uh, knowing knowing, we'll knowing yeah. James Gunn is weird, yeah. his weird sense of humor, like that could be anything. I love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. Um. All right, guys. So uh, unless there's anything else you really want to jump into, I guess we can sort of wrap this up here. Uh, this was awesome. Love talking with you guys. So awesome. This was so, much so, this this was so much fun. We actually talked longer than the length of Spider-Man No Way Home, so I might have to break this up into two parts just because of how long this chat has gone on. But it's I feel like we, we covered everything. I don't feel like we, we missed much. Um, this was an absolute no. blast. Uh, so, guys, I would just say before we wrap up, just tell the people who you are, where they can find you, and what your show's about. Sean, you go ahead of me so I don't interrupt you. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Spider-Man 3! <laughs> anyway, I'm Sean from Metalcore Nerds. This has been an honor to be on this show, and this was honestly such an amazing and fun conversation. It felt like we were just hanging out, chatting about Spider-Man, and those are my favorite kind of uh, episodes of any kind of podcast that, that I've done. This is This is already in one of my favorite conversations I've ever had being recorded. This was... yes. Un- unbelievably amazing uh you can find milkerners anywhere you find podcasts you can go to milkerners.com and click on all the links on every social media it's at metal corner it's very 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 easy to find and if you like mephisto there's a metal corner mephisto shirt with me drawn as mephisto and it's awesome chris is wearing chris is literally <laughs> wearing it right yeah. now chris is literally wearing right now that you can buy and uh i finally was immortalized as a comic book character on a t-shirt so that's a cool thing for me and i will show up in the mcu eventually and it will be me i wish that would be really awesome i, I doubt it <laughs> All right, Lance, you go next, so I don't interrupt you. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm one of the hosts of Comic Book Keepers uh, at CBKCast on all social media platforms where you can download Comic Book Keepers on any of your major streaming platforms where we break down one character or series at a time. We go into, like, the creators. We do fun what-if segments. Uh, I And we have guests on all the time. And I will. I am planning to have all three of you on this upcoming season, which is going Let's to go. be starting to be recording later this afternoon. I'm recording with Josh. <laughs> yes. Nice. Hell yeah. And, yeah, and then uh, Chris and I already have our plans to record early in the year because we're going to be covering Morbius. So yes, we are. Super fun. Yep, so we get that out before the movie drops. But yeah, so you yeah. can. Yeah, so but I'm excited to have episodes with all three of you. I freaking loved being on here. This is so much fun. I like don't think I've stopped smiling for the last three hours we've been recording. So, they, so no. they, I, I'm so happy. Like I'm going to be super happy the rest of the day too. So thanks so much for just doing this.
Yes. Uh, I will echo everyone else's thoughts. This has been straight up cathartic. Um, <laughs> I'm Chris from the Geek Peak. Uh, we have three hosts who I'm sure they're going to be very jealous when they hear this conversation. We're not involved. But uh, thank you so much, Nick, for uh, for hosting us. And honestly, I got to tip my hat to all three of you. Your knowledge on comics and the MCU, I just, I feel like I'm with my people having this conversation. <laughs> my my face hurts from smiling, um, and this has just been so much fun. Uh, if you want to check out my show, it's at Geek Peak Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Our website is geekpeakpod.com. We got all our links there as well. Um, but yes, I cannot wait to have more discussions like this in the future. The future is very bright for the MCU, and I'm just happy that this movie could bring us all together in the way that it did because it just, it was everything. It was everything I wanted. Same. Yes. Hell yeah. So, as always, make sure you guys subscribe to the FN Nerds podcast wherever you enjoy listening to your podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FN underscore nerds or on Instagram at FN Nerds. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. Love talking about this movie. I'm sure we're going to be dissecting it further as we can get our hands on like a nice clean copy of it finally and we can just go over it uh, and pick out all those extra details that we might have missed. Um, but yeah, this was so much fun. Thank you guys for coming on and we will catch you guys on the next one. Bye.